Welcome. It is another episode of the Silver Emotion Podcast, and my name is Will. And my name is Stephen. And uh, today, we are gathered here to talk about a big show, a, a sort of a landmark. Yeah. And uh, so I guess we'll just dive in to our discussion of ALF. <laughs> <laughs> no cultural landmark alf yes <laughs> no uh we're talking about the big big old anime thing called neon genesis evangelion yeah, yeah. and the movies we watched it all well all of the original run anyway well yeah the mm-hmm. There, there have been a lot of other fuck the new Eva stuff things that yeah, have come no, out in their inter- intervening years, but that's the new stuff. We're talking about the real shit. <laughs> I don't care about the new stuff. I mean, perhaps I will care about the new stuff, but for now, <laughs> for now, the original series talking is about plenty the, to fill the your real plate. shit, uh, real nineties, good stuff. You know, the yeah. the the shit from the the old days. Yeah, the the nineties era stuff. Yeah. The original thing that, that everything else spawned from. Yes. Uh, and half of the m- modern anime industry spawned from. <laughs> it's That's what you keep saying, but uh it, it's I mean, I don't know enough about anime was, but it was a freaking big deal. Like everybody was all over this damn thing. Yeah. Well, I know my first encounter with this um, my friend in the late 90s when we were in high school was just fucking talking about it like all the time it's <laughs> the greatest thing ever it's fucking awesome yeah, you gotta watch yeah. it it's I mean, amazing of all the things like this is probably the one that I've talked to the at the time it was running was like there's no other anime that has had this much buzz about it that yeah i've talked to more people about like back when it was running and like any other show when it was running 
like nobody else it's, there's never been anything that had people quite this pumped quite this yeah uh, invested in it and yeah it was a big deal yeah so um and i tried to watch it in the year i went back to the archives of netflix <laughs> and it apparently i checked out the first disc in the year 2000 mm. and i attempted to watch it because my friend's hype was very strong and I know I I know I didn't watch all four episodes that were on the disc. I probably watched maybe the first two, definitely the first one, but maybe the first two. I don't remember. But anyway, I just like was like, wow, fuck this. This is just some robot shit. Who cares? <laughs> just some robot shit. <laughs> I don't know. It just wasn't. I wasn't super on board with anime then, and right. I've I've slowly over the last twenty years kind of warmed up to it. But but. Uh, yeah, so look, you know, there was a bit of a hurdle going into it this time, but yeah. I, I had a feeling that I would get more out of it. Yeah, I, I kind of, <laughs> I feel like this was not the show that made people anime fans. Yeah, it was a show that people who were already anime fans just flipped their shit over. But yeah, I don't think it drew huge numbers to anime. And I think the, some people probably. And there, there came must in have been. This people who did but in terms of shows that really like increased the population of the fandom i think more of like cowboy bebop yeah or that's after this that that would have been i think 98 okay and that one was actually aired on american tv at the same time um probably not in or around eight maybe yeah. like 99 or 2000 oh, or something but okay. like, like however long it took them to localize it so maybe a year or two but it was definitely around very shortly after it was made it was one of the earlier anime one of the first i got on dvd um, yeah so it was that was one that was really big and again because it was on tv that yeah helped it a lot i don't think eva ever really got an airing on u.s oh, okay. television it was always something that I saw on VHS. Yeah. And that gave it a curious kind of slowness in that you got the first volume on VHS, which might have only been three episodes on VHS. I, I assume it was four, but I'm not sure with VHS going back that far. But you got a few I, episodes. Yeah. And that was like... all you had. And then it was oh, a Oh, and lot. then you had to buy the next one. Yeah, yeah then you got to wait for the next tape to come out that might have taken a while i'm in high school i don't have a job i don't have a paycheck or an income or anything right i'm not necessarily getting these very quickly it took me a while to go through this series so i probably watched it that first volume pretty quickly after it came out but yeah. it was like i was in college by the time i'd actually gotten to see the entire series and the movies and finish that series and by then i think it had been out in america for a little while anyway yeah, so that's like 2000s. Yeah, so it probably took me two, three years to get through this entire thing. Yeah. So there's a certain just lingering of it that it's always there, but it's unfinished, and you don't know how it's ending, and you don't know oh, what's okay, going yeah, on with yeah. it. And this is a very mysterious series yeah. in terms of its story building and stuff. And so there's a lot of, of time to build that up. It was one of the first series that it's just you got it in pieces like that. That you, uh -huh. you couldn't get pretty much the entire thing all at once. Right. Or aired over TV once a week, so you were constantly getting updated on it or something. It was like, it was one of the first big ones anyway to 
really be this oh when when's the next one coming like yeah yeah man, i gotta see the next part when am i gonna be able to yeah that makes sense so there's a certain just i think psychologically there's just something to that that kind of amped it in a way yeah made it more impactful for sure for 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 the u.s viewers i mean it yeah yeah in japan Japan, it it aired like normal yeah yeah once a week on tv you know just like any other thing right and so it was it was definitely something that people were riled up about and yeah it was i mean it was a big deal yeah (laughs) Yeah. i heard a lot about it and i wasn't like in anime circles or whatever i knew a couple of people that watched anime and you know it's like all they fucking talked about (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) well my friend talked about this this macros plus and akira like those were the the holy trinity holy trinity (laughs) (laughs) i might have put ghost in the shell on that list that was that was another one yeah yeah those those were probably the biggest names yeah those were the big quartet i guess yeah and and macross <laughs> i feel like that was the big one simply because it was robotech and it was like oh, oh yeah this was because it had gotten such a strong airing in the u.s and was very popular back then and yeah. then in the 90s people started realizing holy crap that's a, that's anime that's from japan that's yeah, the same yeah. as this other stuff what about sailor moon was playing in the era right yeah sailor moon and dragon ball z would have been airing on tv at that time and i feel like the cool kids knew those were from japan right right the cool kids knew but i think a lot of people didn't yeah it was just it was something that was not but i think a lot of people just watched it and didn't know or care or think about it those were mainstream to the point of people not really doing anything with and they were also both of them very highly edited in the same way that maybe not as much as robotech but in that same vein of yeah what was airing on tv was not really the genuine article yeah in a way that cowboy bebop it was they they maybe clipped out a few things for censoring or time or or something but not they weren't redesigning it they weren't rewriting it or, or half of the that show did not wind up on the cutting room floor the way like sailor moon and dragon ball z did at least at that time or yeah. saint seiya again another one that got very edited well it's probably good that uh this t- eva didn't get on tv then because it probably would have been edited it, quite it a bit. might have been at that time <laughs> but uh, like also cowboy bebop is one of the first that didn't so yeah and that would have been right around that Oh, similar so, time so that, that it's it's at that tipping point where you, it could go either way because i think yeah. after cowboy bebop we got escaflona aired and that had gotten significant edits from what i understand oh um, so it just probably depended on the company and stuff. right right and like card captor sakura had been pretty highly edited as i understand as well yeah um but that was another one that at that time was airing on tv hmm. so yeah, it's a it was a that kind of formative era of anime kind of just breaking out into not really a mainstream but to to become itself instead of yeah what it had been since Astro Boy uh, just this very americanized version of it yeah yeah and like i watched voltron but i didn't know it was from japan right right voltron <laughs> is another highly edited one it's actually yeah. two completely different series melded together <laughs> like i had no fucking clue <laughs> yeah and so, so they put the two series like the fucking the 
the the robots of Voltron. They formed <laughs> yeah, this yeah. cartoon Voltron show. <laughs> right. There was the there was the main one, which I guess is called Go Lion, and then there's a shorter series that they just kind of glued into it somehow. Oh, weird. And that's apparently some uh, arc in the Voltron series where they aren't lion robots; they're more huh. like some vehicle robots or something. And that was that was the other show they oh, melded onto it. Weird. <laughs> so it was. Huh. I think I've heard of Go Lion probably from you. That sounds familiar. yeah. That's that would be like the original Japanese yeah. name of the huh. the Voltron robot. And well, that's how it goes. Anime. So yeah, then there's G Force was another one. G Force that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was, uh, its actual name is Science Ninja Team Gachamon, which sounds oh, way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't go with that title. <laughs> Science Ninja Team. I mean, come on. Yeah. What I, is not cool about that? <laughs> I mean, I'm on board. It's it's a little too like for Americans though. It's it's a little too like what? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't know. G-force uh, is a much more American name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think they should change the names, but that's me. Yeah. I always get mad when Hong Kong movies change the fucking names. <laughs> like there's a a Donnie Yen movie called Kung Fu Jungle, and they changed the name in America to Kung Fu Killer because it's just like, <laughs> yeah, killer, yeah, that's America. Like, why can't they just call it Kung Fu Jungle? Who gives a shit? I don't know. Yeah, it's strange. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess we need to address the the most important of all questions of Eva. Yeah, is who did you think was hotter, Ray or Asuka? That's the the most important question. <laughs> like, pretty much, there's not even an exaggeration. Like, that was one of the biggest debates of the show in the time. Really? <laughs> yeah, there were like entire like fan sites dedicated to whichever oh, girl Jesus. they preferred. <laughs> I it was ridiculous. Like, I never considered it to be honest. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it was. Uh, that was strangely enough. What, probably the most influential thing Eva did to anime was those two characters. Really? And the the how how does that work? Let's see. Well, Ray is probably the most important one because okay. she is now an entire archetype of character. Okay. That did not really exist before Evangelion. All right. That's how important she was as a character design. Like she just there there's. I've seen lists of like literally dozens of anime that came after Evangelion and yeah. basically used Ray in some. That's light, <laughs> though. Yeah, it's like, fucking... like this flood of copies of Ray and just like, but it's like this weird character type that just for some reason hadn't existed. Like, I mean, there were like mysterious characters yeah. and stuff, but this, so like, what this elements are they taking? Uh, a lot of it is just completely dry emotion yeah that cold yeah and a lot of it is is visual like an unnatural hair color pale skin uh, okay. uh, usually shorter hair usually kind of inhuman and a okay. love interest of the main character and this kind yeah. of weird mystical strangeness like there's just suddenly that character type which maybe you'd see something like that every once in a while but yeah not truly 
exactly what Ray is. And then after that would just be like, huh. there's just a dozen random characters that are, that look uh, kind of like Ray and act weird. kind of like Ray and are Get kind your of own like... characters. <laughs> that's weird. It, it is really weird. Asuka is an archetype that's been around for a while, but she's a very extreme and kind of warped version of it. Okay. And that warped version of it that she is definitely became more popular after uh, Evangelion. All right. And so how is it warped? I'm um, trying so to understand this. She's basically just more extreme. And uh, I meant to look up timing on this with Ron Mahaff. But she she's an archetype called uh, Sundere, which is basically a character who is harsh and hostile, but also loves the main character and will go... And we'll oh, switch. Okay. So um, in Ranma Half, you could compare it to Akane. Yeah, they kind uh, of have that love-hate relationship. Right. And as I understand it, the more classic version of this was more of a gradual progression of two characters meet, they clash, and over the course of the story grow closer together. Yeah, well, that, and I mean, it, that's like standard Yeah, that's kind of... But that's kind I of mean, the... St- and then Asuka comes along, and it's just schizophrenic. She never stops hating Shinji. She never stops kind of toying with him too. It's uh, to a level. It's it's yeah. There's that's true. always this very manic nature to her that kind of became this uh, more uh, popular ideal of the character. And yeah, so it's huh. so okay. she kind of the, so those two characters are perhaps the biggest things that Eva did to the anime industry is to create these imitators that yeah. followed that character design uh, idea of these two characters. Oh, and, that's so weird. Yeah, and just like... Just fucking... Get, get your own people. <laughs> Come on, man. Where are some ideas? Start thinking. So it's, it's kind of weird just how much of like those two characters in specific are in some ways the most the biggest influence of it. That's strange. So there's not a bunch of Shinjis running around? Not really, not outside of other uh, Gynax stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you can basically look at Fooly Cooly and think the main character is basically Shinji. Okay. Uh, but, and maybe even Nadia, you can look at the main character of that and consider him a kind of a pre proto Shinji. But, okay. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I, mean, I guess there, Shinji is less of a, Shinji himself was kind of a controversy. Okay. And how so? At the time of just he's an anti-hero. And he's he's very much an anti-hero. Not the 90s anti-hero like the Punisher or something where they're I guess he's an anti-hero cuz he's not like heroic. He's, yeah, he but... is not heroic at all. And I know like just about everybody I talked to about it was pissed at him for being such a wuss. And they hated him as a character for being this total loser. Yeah. And <clears throat> But that's the whole point exactly. of but, his character. But going back to this, pretty much everybody watching this was like a teen, was, had, and had that ideal you went into it of this is just some robot right, bullshit. Like, right, right. You came into this series just wanting to see some robots kick some butt. Exactly. And then you see Shinji sitting there being a total loser. Yeah. And you're like, get in the fucking robot and kill somebody. What the hell are you doing, man? I can't hear can, some action. Yeah, I can understand there was, that being young and wanting that. Yeah, yeah and, a lo- and pretty much all of the anime fandom at that point was going to be these younger teenage yeah, audience who, right. just, who wanted this action series. All right, that makes sense. And so going into, like, I was a teenager watching this and going into yeah. it and being like, like 
But did what you, are you have, doing, Shinji? You had that reaction too. I did too. Yeah, you did too. Okay. Even like when you got to the end, you were the ending. The ending of Eva is its own whole weird thing, and that again because of how slow this series came out. Yeah. Because this series is also kind of deceptive in that it's you think it's a normal series. Maybe not a normal series, but you well, go through it. Yeah, and you're like, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, these invading monsters, you're fighting them. Where do they come from? Where the, you? It's a very the narrative doesn't get totally off the rails really until until those last two episodes. Well, it goes it it w- gets weird, but no, I disagree. I disagree. Like but up until then, you can basically look at it and say. There are giant monsters attacking. We have robots to fight them off. Yeah, but there's so much. And there's drama going on, of course. Yeah, but there's but, so much other stuff like underpinning the episodes. Those last two don't just come out of nowhere. No, they don't come out of nowhere. But that's where it starts to get to a point where reality is abandoned. In a way that yeah, everything up to that point is about very like solidly real concepts of we have a robot we have scientists yeah no, it, i understand have... yeah, okay yeah and then you get to those episodes and suddenly like all of that just isn't really there it's all no those two are not like the others this is true yeah and then you get into the the movies and in specific the end of evangelion which actually really adds new content and yeah. you just go way off the deep end into just imagery and symbolism that is but see, basically 2001 the anime <laughs> yeah kinda <laughs> the difference with 2001 i mean obviously he likes 2001 there's monoliths and things so, like there's imagery that comes up and there's certainly other things that can be uh <laughs> connected <laughs> but oh fuck i forgot what i was gonna say um, that's what I was going to say. I think about 2001 when I'm watching this. And so specifically in the, in the end of 2001, it goes off the rails and you're left to your own devices to figure it out. The difference is that in 2001, like the last half hour has no dialogue. It's just you and the images and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. The last two episodes of Eva is kind of the opposite. It's is all like dialogue. Constant yeah. dialogue plus images and it's like it's basically like explaining shit. Like it's right th- like you have all of the information that you need, in my opinion. And then the end the movie as well is the same like there's less information there than there is in the show's ending in right. terms of like like the dialogue there's more visual information but there's less dialogue information and so it's to me the ending in the movie almost makes less sense than the ending of the TV show right right and that's yeah the ending of both the TV show and the movie are also super controversial <laughs> well and the thing is is that I had heard like don't watch the last two episodes of the TV show and just watch the movie but yeah I wouldn't say that I definitely wouldn't say that and I they're they're 
they work together. They work yeah. against each other at certain parts, but for the most part, they work together. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And that, like, they kind of need to all be seen. And I would say that to what you're saying is, is you, you're, you're obviously coming at this from a very different perspective than people who watched this back at the time. Yes, you're watching this sure. 20 years later. For sure. You're a much older person than you would have been at the time. Of, for sure, yeah. So there's a lot of that. And a lot of those people who are telling you don't watch those two last two episodes are the people who had this kind of reaction yeah. to it, who well, had this fine. kind of like, they're wrong. what is this? Where's my <laughs> giant robot fight? Yeah. I feel they should have seen it coming. <laughs> right. I mean, as, but, you know, you get some, you know, 14-year-old, 16-year-old who's watching this. They're not seeing any of that underpinning layering. Yeah, but how do you... And I don't think I, I mean, saw much of that underpinning really? layering at the time. It when, wasn't until I watched the ending that I started looking back at it and trying to go, what the fuck just happened? I mean, I guess it's hard for me to understand. I guess as a kid, it makes sense. You're going to see things differently. I understand that because yeah. I see things differently when I was a kid. But like... I don't it's so hard for me to think about watching all of those episodes and then the ending and then not kind of like seeing it all put together. I don't know, it's weird. It's like it's kind of like it's all there. Like I don't know, maybe it's just cuz I'm older. Yeah, maybe. And I I don't know, but it's like the the reaction that most people had and I think at the time, like, I certainly had this reaction. The ending happened, and I didn't even know what happened. When I yeah. was in that time, at that right. age, whatever, 19, whatever I was when I finally saw the end of Evangelion, yeah. I had I could understand that. pretty much the same reaction that I had when I watched 2001. Okay, I yeah. watched it, and I was like, just like, I yeah. don't know what the hell just happened. I literally don't know what just even was on the screen. I can't even right. process it. The difference for me was that I felt like I totally understood what happened. <laughs> and it addressed a part of something that happened earlier that they didn't address up until that point. And I was just like, because, okay, so Shinji goes inside the shadow. Yeah, He breaks was... apart into nothingness, but right. he still has a consciousness. And I'm like, okay, this is great. This is cool. We're getting weird. And then at the end of the episode... They open up this, the, the, the pod, whatever they call it, entry plug or whatever. Mm -hmm. The suit comes out, and then a bunch of juice, and then eventually his naked body pops out. And so now he is reformed from the ether. And then they don't ever mention it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, are you going to address that? Like, he's literally in the next episode just like okay yeah i'm gonna get, get in my robot and do my thing and i'm like wait a minute like <laughs> you have some something happened here this is a big deal and so then the whole i thought like oh that next episode must be in the past or something but then as it went on it was like no this is clearly not the past this is right yeah, now yeah. why are they not talking Eva about it has a habit of doing that of ending an episode right like kind of after the climax but it never gives that denouement the the down play the that yeah. ending of a of a episode it just kind of ends it right after the crisis has been averted or well i never notice it until that episode yeah it's 
like it constantly feels like every episode ends on a cliffhanger even when it's not a cliffhanger and then the yeah. next episode will start up as if that ending is in the past and done and we're we're done with that part of the story yeah. even though there's a lot of lingering emotion and conflict that hasn't yeah. really been resolved well and that's fine my only issue was that they didn't they didn't address the fact that he became nothing and then reformed as a body and then it was just like the next day who cares <laughs> and so then when the ending came and it was like it was all about that it yeah. was like oh okay finally this is great <laughs> and like i pretty much you know i had my i don't know that i understand every little minute piece of everything coming together and i oh, don't yeah, particularly I, care if i do yeah but the fact that they like oh okay i get it he's nothing and now he's in this head great this is fantastic i loved it <laughs> see at the time nobody thought that you're pretty much the only person i ever talked to who's been happy to see that i fucking i wish it ended i wish that was that was the ending and that's it no movies when i watched the movie the movie is great as it is i enjoyed the movie but like the whole time I'm watching the movie up until it gets super crazy at the end, the whole time I'm like, what's the point of seeing the actual stuff that was happening before he goes into his head and everybody's nothing like this is just pointless. Like, why am I watching this? <laughs> and I get like, it's cool. And there's yeah, a bunch I, of robots smashing shit and it yeah. is really cool. And but I like, think, I think most people did not want that as the ending. They did not want him going inside his head. They wanted a clear-cut victory. Though. They wanted this, we've defeated the angels, <sighs> we've saved the world. <sighs> they, they And that's what threw this off, is that it is not that narrative. But it's a psychological narrative. The whole show is not that. So you can't it expect is, the whole show to just... So but you can't expect the whole show to turn into some fucking victory at the end. <laughs> the whole thing is about Shinji and fucking trauma. And, like, that's right. why I liked it, too. Because, like, Shinji and his fucking problems, it's like me. It's like literally me. <laughs> fucking, like, hating myself and deep depression and fucking trauma and, like, all this shit. And it's just like, this is a fucking, this is my show. <laughs> so, like... You know, like, I get yeah. it. I understood it. As a kid, I definitely wouldn't have understood it. I tried to watch it, and I thought yeah. it was stupid robot shit. And even if I had continued, I doubt I would have, like, had the same yeah. reaction. And I'm glad I waited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think me watching it as as I could back when, I, when it came out, and as soon as I... I think that helped, because I think this was probably the first deeply psychological anime that i watched yeah i'm sure i watched this before i watched perfect blue before i watched okay lane this was probably the first one that really did a deep dive into psychology and yeah philosophy and all of this shit and yeah it's fucking dope and as much as i didn't get it then yeah i think if i had not watched it it, I would not have had the groundwork laid yeah. to appreciate things later I feel, on. I feel that. And so I think as it much planted as... planted a seed. Yeah, and, and as much as I didn't know what the fuck was going on, yeah, I did enjoy the series. It wasn't like I went to it like, this is stupid. I, yeah. It well, was, it's a very gripping show, even when I don't 
yeah, understand it. it. Even even when awesome. I was like, Shinji, do something. What are, why are you such a fucking loser? Yeah. Like, even in those moments, the show is very gripping. and For sure, yeah. As, like, I did not actually like the designs of the Evas. I actually thought they were... Oh, really? I, I like them better now, but at the time, They're I was like, those are cool. some dumb-looking robots. What are the... Like, I just... I thought cool. they looked dumb. Well, they don't look like robots in Japanese stuff usually look right right they look very unique and very humanoid but like that's the fucking point right (laughs) (laughs) exactly and i'm like they are like i like them better now at the time i just thought they looked kind of dumb and everybody else was like oh they're so cool looking i'm like i don't know they don't look that cool looking to me yeah i don't know that they look cool i mean i I'm not coming at this with any sort of super love of Japanese fucking robots or anything. I mean, I love Voltron when I was a kid, but I couldn't fucking draw you Voltron now. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he looks like. <laughs> so I don't care what the robots look like. As long as they're, you know, doing something, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's where, like, it's a very different thing <clears throat> from the way you're experiencing it from where the anime people I imagine so yeah were into this robot shit because as much as I've seen anime now like I don't think I'm an anime person I feel like I'm finding things here or there that are like this is you you know this is awesome and I will continue the anime journey but I still wouldn't say that I'm like a fan (laughs) you know because I feel like a fan like I'm a fan of Hong Kong movies I'll watch almost any Hong Kong movie I don't care about the genre and I pretty much right. like them all. What you know, some are really great. Some are you know like whatever. But I you know I have a good time watching them all because I enjoy. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Anime is a little more rocky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. for and, me. Yeah, and just and everybody just went into this series wanting it to be Voltron yeah. or Macross. I or... can yeah. So like I can It's hard. I can understand that. But it's hard for me to understand still wanting that after watching, like, after that shit when he goes inside the shadow and he breaks apart, like, I don't know, I guess, I guess young people just didn't process yeah, that. Yeah, it just, it just was like, whatever. It's all under the surface. Like, but it's it, it not, seems like, I, I like, mean, I get, like, it's, it's in your face in a way, but it's like... <laughs> Like is it, coming to it from this, we want it to be Voltron. Yeah, you're looking at just yeah. You, you, you're looking at the. You're like, oh, this is just that, like drama shit. I guess, and you so, ignore yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, That's like true. it's it. It's just not something you're paying attention yeah. to. You're looking for what are angels? Why are they blowing up the earth? How are we going to stop them? Where's our new super weapon? New right, technology? Yeah. Like that's Where's the, the and that stuff is in there. And that's what you're looking at, and that's what you're focused on. I guess on. so, yeah. And you're just not looking at the rest of it. And so when it takes away that one part that everybody was focused on, suddenly they go, what are you even doing? But that's only at the last two episodes, though. Right. So they were on board totally for this whole series because there was a new monster every two yeah. episodes or so. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes yeah. more. And there was stuff going on you had to find a new way yeah. to beat a new monster that was doing new stuff like every single one of the angels is totally different you're they not ju- it doesn't get into this repetitive cycle of they are so it's it's always something new it's always something different you're always wondering oh what am i gonna see next 
And then suddenly the ending just... And what am I going to see next? <laughs> Fucking congratulations! Right. <laughs> I can understand people, yeah, getting mad because they want to see, like, a big climax. And I think most people just in general, outside of just even this yeah. uh, approach to it, I think most people wanted a literal ending, ah, a literal them. story, not... Like, I, like there's just this, there's no literal approach to it at that point. Well, not at that point, but I don't, who gives a shit? Like, apparently everybody but you. Fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> fuck, it's about art, baby. And I feel that they communicated everything they yeah, needed Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back to this now, it makes a whole hell of a lot more sense. A much, much more coherent show than what I experienced yeah, because yeah, I had then. I had previously asked you some. We had been talking about it before we. I was watching it before anything, and you were talking about it, and then I just assumed that you like it because every you know everybody fucking loves it. Yeah, I've and then I mentioned it, and you were like, "Man, I'm okay," you know. Yeah, I'm. I've <laughs> always been very torn on it. Yeah, in that I like it, I enjoy it. I'm like it's emotionally i'm very attached to it but i don't but i never i could never tell you if it was any good yeah i mean it was high uh, quality it was uh. high production but i was like <laughs> i because i'd watched it back then i'd struggled trying to figure it out back then and yeah. just been like i don't know what the hell like i don't know if i get this i don't know if i understand this and most of what i came to conclusions on was after i had watched it and Talking that's, about it with people the and thinking point. about it. Yeah. And so... Woo! That's our baby. And so maybe if <laughs> after all of that, I had gone back and watched it again. Yeah. And the thing is, I didn't really go back and watch it again after that. I'd watched it the once, and then I kind of never then, really yeah. went back. And I, I thought about it for a long time afterwards. Yeah. It lingered for damn sure, but I couldn't really t tell you what... I actually like an actual opinion on it. I was too torn on whether I liked aspects of it or didn't like aspects right. of it, or whether I even understood what had actually happened in it. Yeah. Um, had you you didn't see the movies until No, way I saw, later? I'd seen the movies. You saw very, the movies. I I saw the movies probably very shortly after I saw the last TV episode. And you still were like unclear about th the movies made it more unclear to me. Huh, okay. Like, it was just, like, what on earth even happened? Like, literally, because what what even occurred? The literal events made no sense to me in a way that... But the movie is, like, the... is just, like, the literal events happening. <laughs> like, I don't understand... Huh, okay. Yeah, it was, like, Ray fuses with this big, giant thing and starts mutating and splitting apart, and there's... Everything is well, like it was just like what on earth am I even looking at right now? Well, like I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's what is that? I don't know. She fucking joined with the Lilith thing that was crucified. Do I know what that means? I don't know. Who cares? She becomes big. This is great <laughs> cinema. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You can't. Yeah, and it's all that that symbolism and that all of that like oh for sure yeah i was trying to figure all that stuff out i was like what did what just actually happened and yeah i i had no and this this is where i've said that like raw zephon clarified a lot for yeah me because raw zephon basically tells the exact same story but it does it Lame. more 
coherently, I guess. It does more straightforward. Uh, and that's dumb, with, though. with a bit less of the deep depression dive. It's it's not about the depression of it. It's, it's, it's lame. A, I mean, it's, it's a very different take on it. Yeah. Well, you said that was like an answer to it. Yeah, it was, it was something that I think a, a, just another group of people just came on and said, this isn't how you do a, an anime like that, and they did yeah. it the way they wanted it done. I have a feeling I would hate that one. You might. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Considering know. Considering you, you've gotten into Eva very well on this that you've you've accepted it and understood it like i mean i haven't seen a lot of series i mean i don't know how many i've seen but i haven't seen a lot and this by far the best series i've seen like easily (laughs) i mean and i would go so far as to say that it's it's so good like beyond anime it's just a great thing it's just (laughs) awesome like regardless of anime whatever it's just fantastic a great piece of art i i'm like obsessed i want to see everything this guy ever did <laughs> i'm like fucking <laughs> give me it all he made like fucking art house low budget video movies i want to see him he made you know animes i want to see him i i'm just yeah he's it's, he's awesome can I say? <laughs> I loved it. I fucking like right from the beginning too. That mm. was what was really blowing my mind. I watched the first episode and I was like, "How did I not react to this as a youngster?" Because <laughs> it's like this is amazing. But I don't know. Like, I, yeah. there's things about the character of Shinji, like how I was mentioning that it's, he's he's kind of like me. I deal with these same problems. I am a deeply depressed person. <laughs> I understand him at a deep level. And I don't know that in the year 2000, I was ready to kind of confront that. Because hmm. um, I, I mean, I'm still dealing with it. It's a never ending thing. But like, I can understand it more and have a more uh detached look at it. I don't know how to say it. Like the 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 Stephen King book Cujo. I read that when I was in high school and I hated it. Mm. And I've thought it was a piece of shit for years until I read it again a couple years ago and I realized why I hated it at the time. I was too close to the trauma of the the characters in those stories. There's like a very intense thing in that book about a family dynamic and a little kid, and it's mm. very similar to the way I grew up. And it's like, of course, I hated this book. Mm-hmm. I was not able to confront this when mm. I was in high school, and I was still a part of that. Like, now I'm many years away from that. I can read it and say, wow, this book is great, and also feel like my own pain from it. So, like, I'm watching Eva, and right from the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is my guy, Shinji. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, this is some pain. I mean, his dad fucking hates him, and, and like, yeah. this is great. Nobody loves him. He hates himself. I'm on board. <laughs> that was a rollicking good time. So, I can understand, like, most people are not going to have that reaction. Yeah. Yeah, and... and- like in all of the things that I 
discussed with my friends and talked and tried to figure out Shinji was not one of them. Really? Because he's Shinji like the was whole like, Yeah, Shinji theme. was nothing that we really thought about much. Without him, you don't understand the whole series. Yeah, and I think that's why we found it so confusing, is yeah. we were completely ignoring the center uh, function sure. of yeah. what the story was about. He's the main guy. And apparently, uh, Ano, the, the creator, like he poured a lot of himself into that yeah, yeah that character so from what i hear yeah and that's why it like it rings so true and and not just shinji but like all the characters yeah no are it's, it's super good like, like every like there's some definite consistency every single character in here hates themselves they do like everyone they is all just like this problems. self-loathing yeah. it's like it's every character <laughs> is it's there's a lot of things this series is about, and it's reflected in every single one of the characters in this. Yes. Yeah. And, like, this this self-hatred, this inability to connect For with sure. other people, yeah. and this, this fear of not connecting to people, and, yeah. and of connecting to them, of not wanting to connect, yeah, and, but not wanting to be like, alone. It's in all of them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's at the core of everything that goes on with them. Yeah very much so and even like the the they play at the end of the, of the every show they play fly me to the moon right and it's like i was really drawn to that because they put it on netflix and they removed fly me to the moon for for uh licensing reasons it's too expensive right. or whatever and so like that was the first i knew of it so then i'm watching the show with that knowledge oh they removed this and I'm thinking, like, well, why are they, why is it such a big deal to the fans that they, it, this song is here? And so I was trying to like think about it. And, and it, then as it reveals itself, it's like, oh, okay, this is a song about first love, about striving to connect to yeah, somebody, and I, like I think, hoping that they don't fucking break your heart. Yeah, it's like because there's is the show. There's that one line in that song <laughs> that really kind of grabs me. Is, is please be true. Yeah, like it's like a begging yeah. for and it's like that's what this show is is just very begging so. for for a connection yeah. that matters and so it's like ah oh, fuck they that that's that's uh another layer you don't necessarily need that extra layer because right. the show is very complete as it is yeah. but it's another layer to that yeah to a way in if you are you know because i've heard that song for many years i i love that kind of music and yeah i think another reason that sticks so strongly in the fans minds is that it changes all the time there's different renditions i think like the first five or six episodes or something it's the same one and then like every couple of episodes after that sometimes every episode after it'll it'll change to a different version sometimes it'll even be a instrumental version yeah it does change everyone sometimes it's a duet sometimes it's like it it is a different performance yeah and, and it's just sometimes you even get weird different coloring to the the image oh yeah stuff. to the to the visuals yeah that so it's change. it kind of became kind of iconic of it just because it was this weird like constantly changing thing like what is going on with this yeah and it kind of it sticks out because of that and and becomes, it really should be there <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> i mean if you had netflix money you could pay the licensing fees. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, like, I wouldn't think that song was so expensive. I don't know. I can't imagine it. But yeah, but whatever. It's it's fucking stupid. I mean, I get it that 
you've maybe got some restrictions or limitations that you just are stuck with, but yeah, it, it no, it hurts this one. Yeah. You know what gets through restrictions and limitations? Money. <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix has a lot of it. Yeah, and that's that's actually kind of funny because from what I've heard is um, that's why the last two episodes are the way they are. Yeah, because they ran out they of ran budget. out of money. I know, I heard that, and I was just like. It kind of made me sad because I think it's very artistically perfect. I, th- I Like I said, I think it should have ended. I wish there wasn't a movie. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie, but... Ah, just like, just that alone you, was Fuck you, was people. Fine. Like, figure it out, you know? But, but, yeah, to hear that, like, the movie ending was kind of their original plan in terms of that's what they wanted those episodes to be but they just like ran out <laughs> of time and budget and everything. And so they were just like cutting corners Yeah, on, on all, many of those episodes. That's why like when they did uh, yeah, that's... the first movie, a lot of that shit is reanimated. Right. Like it's the same scene from the show, but like it's a reanimated scene. And so like those director's cut episodes have that those animations like place back like the one when what's that the guy is his name kaji oh yeah yeah the reporter guy or not reporter yeah whatever that that dude that like investigator dude yeah yeah watering flowers and stuff. yeah yeah when he gets shot in the alleyway like that was reanimated for the death movie and then the director's cut episode is like they took that from the death movie and put it, you know, replaced mm-hmm. it with the better animation. And there's a couple of extra scenes as well, but in in all okay. of those. But like all of that director's cut stuff comes from that death movie. Okay. Um, because as much as that's supposed to be just a clip show, there's still like extra scenes. Yeah, there's there's definitely like extra scenes in there and stuff. I'm glad I went and watched through that because I like that one. Oof. Yeah, that that kind of that definitely crystallized a lot of things. Yeah, and, and presented good, it in I, a way that really organized what this show is about. Yeah, in a, in a very clear and coherent fashion. Yeah. At least to me now as this... Well, uh, coherent because, yeah, if you understand the show. Because it's, like, out of order and there's all kinds of right, like weirdness Right, right. And I'm not it, sure but... it really needs that. It's it's about the... Th- that movie is about the themes of the show, not yes. about the events of the show. Yes, and that's why it's cool. Yeah. It's and like that's, a, a triumph of And editing. that, I think, is... That's what where the ending throws people off. It's, it's, it's no longer about the events. It's about the themes. And yeah. To the point that the events aren't even there. Yeah, they don't and, matter, and that's that's where people lost it. Is yeah, I and, mean, yeah, whatever. That's people. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the normal reaction. So so then, do those people? I mean, who's to say? But but when they watch End of Evangelion, are they then like, oh, okay, here's the ending, like? Do they like that? Or is that, I, that generally, movie, like, as I understand it, the ending is incredibly controversial in and of itself. That but, people are still very that were very split on it at the time. People watching it went, okay. Some people liked it and were like, all right, we got our good big epic battle. Asuka yeah. comes back and kicks some ass. Right. There's some crazy shit going on. 
but there was also just this massive like what the fuck everybody just turned into tang what are we what why is ray the size of the moon where is the what yeah. the hell just happened <laughs> see that's where people need to like let go yeah of, yeah. of needing to understand everything right because right. i don't understand all that shit but it doesn't matter. Like, I understand when everybody goes to the liquid, you know, they go because they that's the instrumentality project, this right. thing that they talk about. And then they explain in the show at some point where they're like, we're going to, you know, everybody has this hole in their soul. Like, humanity is always, like, longing to right, you know, right. fill the hole with somebody. but. But who knows, you know, if you can, because you might be rejected. So fuck all that. We're going to clear it all out. And we're just going to be one fucking mass of of one soul. We're all going to join and be a thing, you know. Right, right. And then why I interpreted in the show before I saw the movie, the reason why Shinji still has his consciousness is that he had been inside the angel, a thing of God, so to speak. So he mm. had been touched by God. And then now, so he's still able to hold his consciousness because he had been through this situation before. Whereas everybody else was like, what the fuck? And they just, you know, who, I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be, but mm. I don't care, whatever. I'll watch it again. Maybe I'll have a, a new interpretation. Yeah, yeah. But then in the movie, they show him actually like I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to say it but like they they talk about the monolith people the seal as mm, like yeah. okay we're they're they're gonna use unit one as the catalyst and so then unit one in this weird sort of that like fucking it gets all like spiraled with that muscly looking shit and <laughs> right. it becomes like this cross and it goes inside of Ray who is joined with Lilith. And so instead of like, cause it, before they said that they, they, they did it with Adam and now they're doing it with Lilith. I don't know what the significance of that is. But, yeah, this is the kind of shit that I spent all of my time trying to figure out back in the time. It was like, what was what is Lilith? What is Adam? What is this yeah. human instrumentality project even doing? What is, like, well, it was this very literal level that I was trying to comprehend. Yeah, well, because, but watching it now, I mean, it's pretty, it, they, it's kind of all there. It is. I, I mean, I, all the major things that you need to know are kind of yeah, all I think, there. I think there's more in this than I realized at the time. And there's a lot of stuff that I had heard from elsewhere. And, and I'd read some of the manga of this. Whatever was yeah. out of the manga at that point that right. I'd read. Well, I would of. say, I mean, it has to be there because I've watched it once. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. shit about it. <laughs> and I am I know enough about it to like kind of understand things. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was always trying to piece together how all of that played out and how to watch it again yeah it's my old you know you know what i always say yeah and honestly i probably should have watched it a bit more back then yeah like i said i wasn't the one who owned it i, I was just borrowing it from a friend so i watched yeah. it the once and what? then i didn't watch it again i didn't have it around i you probably should've, would have watched should've it bought, again you should have uh, bought it i owned it yeah i should have but then you i was like sell oh. it for 200 bucks now <laughs> it's yeah. very expensive now yeah at the time i was like eh, my buddy's got it i can borrow it from him whenever i really want and then i just never <laughs> did but 
I kind of wish I I had bought it back then. Yeah. Watched it a few times. I think it would have grown on me. So you watched it this time. You understood it more. Yeah. And but do you think that you like it now? I think I do. Okay. I, I think I have to just say it's a good series at this point. Like, cause good, even, that's it? <laughs> even if I don't completely understand every little bit of it, yeah. and there's still a lot of things I wish I did understand about it, like, it's just so well done. It's very it's, well done. It's incredibly compelling. It's very it, well done. It's just, yeah, it's just such a well-made series, and it's just, it's, just, it's good. It's, I was in, in it all, all yeah, the way. It's and, fucking dope, yeah. <laughs> Like, start to finish yeah even down to like that recap movie even though that was just a whole bunch of shit i'd seen before but that's a solid movie though. yeah it's like i didn't i was never at this point of like oh i've seen this why, why am i sitting through it was always still engaging even yeah. just having seen most of what it was doing well and because i mean it takes a while to watch 26 episodes even if you're watching that two a day that's two weeks Right. And so just to bring together two weeks of your life into one hour, sort of like, oh, yeah, like, let's bring all these things together. Because right, there's right. a lot of I th- stuff. Yeah, I think that. And so I think that movie went a fair good way of, of making sense of it. Yeah, like for I, sure. I, I feel like I understand this series a lot better now than I did back then. <laughs> I would hope so. It's been 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so and partially that is just a lot of stuff that I had seen after the fact that I'd learned about and heard about and had tried to incorporate. And and I think I'd kind of figured it out within the months and years or so after I watched it. Yeah. And I kind of came to a conclusion that I accepted and I moved on with life. Right. And going back to it now with all of that in mind, it makes a lot more sense. And I see that groundwork being laid. Yeah. Cause all through, from, uh, yeah. like you say, right from the first it's episode. right at the beginning, yeah. And just not seeing it or not caring about it, just dismissing it yeah. the first time I watched it and going back to it and now seeing all of that groundwork being built to what it becomes. And it, it Oof, feels right. So good. It feels right in a way that it never did when okay. I first watched it. Well, that's good. Because when I first watched it, it very much was just, what the goddamn <laughs> hell did I just see? And I, I literally would not have, like... I think I had this exact same reaction with 2001. I cannot tell you if it that's, was good or not. And, that's what you said, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I like this or not. And that is exactly my experience with Evangelion when I first watched it back yeah, then. Okay. And watching it now, I feel like I understand it. And yeah. I can I can now say it's just a, it's just good. Yeah. It is just, it's like, just good. <laughs> like there's nothing else to qualify i mean there's a lot to understand and break down for sure and figure out but that's why it's dope yeah it's it's got a lot of great stuff in there if it was just robots and there was none of the psychological stuff nobody would be fucking talking about it probably not it would be just just, another robot bullshit yeah it's just just another robot anime (laughs) yeah no this is like some real deal art this is right right this dude had some things to say he had some feelings about these things and he put everything he had include not just him but like the whole team of gynax because like he uh ano directed the series but each individual episode was directed by a member of Gynax, not him. 
And so, like, those guys, some of those guys co-directed the Rebuild movies with him. Mm. And, like, they're still there working with him side by side. Like, they're part of the team. I don't want to just say, like, oh, it's this one dude. Right. But, like, all of them put everything they had into this, and it fucking shows. Like... Yeah, yeah. It's... It's... Like, when I first started watching this, I thought, oh, this is so cool. Like, this is the first time since watching Attack on Titan where I felt like I'm watching something like Attack on Titan. <laughs> and Attack on Titan is very much influenced by this show in the way that it handles the mystery of and not mm. understand. You know, you have a lot of questions about where do these things come from? What is going on? What, you know? It's very similar in that way. It's not nearly as as deep or good, but it's fucking awesome. You should watch it. Um, but like, I watched that was the first series I watched completely, and it was like it blew me away. It was like, wow, this is great. Anime can be like this. I have all these weird questions, and like, it's so cool. And then I watched the next series I watched was Kino's Journey which is a very, like, kind of... Very philosophical, yeah. Yeah. And so I was, I was like, man, fucking anime is dope. This is amazing. <laughs> this is just everything I could hope for. Like, wow, why, why, why haven't I been watching these? And then I proceeded to watch many others that were not philosophical. Yeah. And they yeah. were okay, but, like, I was always searching for that next thing. Like, come on, like... Where's the real shit? <laughs> and then finally, I watched yeah, this. I think that's uh, what Evan has gotten to with the, his, yes. his searching for those uh, mindfuck anime. Yeah, like, give me them. I want to see them. Yeah. I mean, I watched Boogie Pop, and, like, I don't know. I think that's a little too fuck mindfuck. Yeah, that was a little too far. Yeah. I need a little bit more. Yeah, and that may be because it's an adaptation of a later story in that series. Yeah, and that, that, maybe there's if I a watched lot, it again. Be, yeah, maybe if uh, maybe if the it was from like the actual beginning of the story. Yeah, from, like the original. What was it? Novels. I think it was based on. I think so. Yeah. That um, the that whole thing, the anime, just being this very small chunk of that right. broader whole. Yeah. Uh, may have had a, a lot to do with why that was so disorienting. But. Yeah. Well, and that's the great thing about about Eva, is that it was conceived as an anime. Right. The manga is a companion sort of yeah. merchandise thing, kind of. Yeah, from what I heard, is it, it, it came out like almost a year before the series started publishing in December of 94. I looked up when they... They came out. I was just looking at publications. The stuff. manga? Okay. The manga started running in December of 94. The anime started airing in October of 95. So it was almost a year. But it was basically done as like an advertisement for the anime. Yeah. And well, like, and, and like, I mean, it was. I, that guy like didn't write the anime at all. No, he I was the think. character designer. Oh, okay. He was the so he's the guy who did all the character design work. And I imagine by the time you're doing the just the busy work of frame by frame animation, the right. the actual cell work, he's probably not as involved in that process That's anymore. True. Okay. He's done the designs. These are what they're supposed to look like. These are what they look like from all these different angles. Yeah. Here's your sheets. Use those as Go your reference it. points. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. What do I do? I was like 
I'll make the manga to yeah bust out a manga yeah just so that makes sense to me that he's kind of done his part in the design setup phase yeah and it's time to go in but yeah he's uh he is very well known and associated with oh okay with that series um I think he's done a lot of the character designs for Gynax previously and maybe later as well I'm not sure huh. but he's I, I yeah I'd have to look a little bit more into him I'm not sure what exactly he's done but yeah he's he was definitely I, I remember a big giant art book of his character like his oh, stuff okay. coming out around the time of Eva and there's that's this, cool Dermond was the name of that oh, book okay, <laughs> it wow. was German kind of a name to I assume go with Asuka being German, half German and half Japanese. That's true. She is. She is. Half she's German. from the German branch of Nerve. Yes, this is true. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All the stuff that I was always focused on was all these little like the the literal stuff, the meanings and the definitions. Yeah. Like, well, and that's the thing <clears throat> that I feel about like when if something is super good like this or two thousand one or whatever. Like, I don't care if I understand everything. I'm fine with not knowing mm -hmm. the minutia of everything as long as I feel like it's there. <laughs> like, if I feel like the answer is in, and this is not anything that I can really, like, describe. Like, if I feel like the answer is within the piece and I'm existing within it, that's fine. <laughs> I am okay with not knowing. But if yeah. it feels like it's it's just uh, un, it, like you can't understand it because the creator maybe doesn't understand it or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just a feeling. I'm very feeling based. So yeah, like, yeah. I get a feeling like uh, yeah. this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Fuck this thing. <laughs> whatever that thing is. So like yeah. something like this, I feel like, man, he fucking knows what he's doing. They all they know what they're fucking doing. They're putting it out there this right. is fantastic yeah and there's like there's there's a lot of things that i just kind of like knowledge wise on this that i have that's outside the anime and what, i like, don't really remember where i got it from oh. either from talking to my friends maybe it's just shit i made up to try and explain things maybe oh, it's something okay. i read online maybe it was in the manga and not yeah the maybe anime. just so there's like weird things that i've just got in my head that have kind of made my own mental decision of what has happened in eva and things like that but okay some of it is stuff that's like a lot of it is i was actually surprised re-watching it just how much of that is actually in the anime yeah things that i thought were not in the anime <laughs> that actually wound up being there yeah and i was like oh shit they do say that in here they, they flat out clearly stated how did i fucking miss that before that's and, what i'm saying when i watch it it's just like well they give you all the pieces that right, you need there's there's like everything that's really important is in there, but it's something that you kind of have to be looking for. I think. Well, you have to be like into it. You have to, yeah. You have to be aware of it and looking at that at it from that angle, that perspective. Yeah. That I don't think most people were at the time. Well, <clears throat> and that I certainly was not at the time, and yeah. the people I knew were certainly were not at the time looking yeah. at at it from that angle. Um we were more focused on like what the hell is an at field see that but that's that's the thing they explain that though at the end of the show kind of they actually and i'm even speaking more literally than than that of 
did you ever figure out what AT stands for? Um, I don't know what AT stands for, but... Because it's actually in the series. It's in every single episode, actually. Oh, they show that thing at the beginning. Yeah, there's little flashes of yeah. the concepts that are That's there for right. like less than a second. Absolute terror. Absolute terror field. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was like absolute ter- like that always fascinated me that it was an absolute terror field. from beyond from the past you knew that like when you yeah first that saw was it? that was one of the first things that that was one that i thought was outside the anime oh uh, okay because and they never say it in any dialogue anywhere no they it's don't literally only in that brief that little flash. less than a second yeah. flash of that screen and the opening credits right. and it's like oh absolute terror field but like it was like what do, what is an absolute terror is like yeah. that always was one of the things my mind kind of glomped onto of like what do we do with this right <laughs> what what is this piece well beyond i mean the name perhaps helps understand it once you know how they understand it in right right the show it like was when they explain it at the end there but yeah it was it was something that i've always kind of like been fumbling with it, it i think was, if you just had the name it would make no sense yeah yeah and that's kind of from the perspective we all had at the time that's kind of what it was was just it, but, it was like in the jigsaw puzzle of eva it was the piece you picked up and were like where the fuck does this go and you just sit there yeah. and not be able to figure it out for ever and you just need to put it down but you're constantly like trying to think about that piece it's it's but my question mm-hmm. why do you need to understand what it is if you know in within the context of a show it's like a force field thing that they use and the evas can use it angels can use it what do you need to know beyond that it's like a force field thing <laughs> i don't know i honestly i can't really answer why that became like something that yeah. i was fixated on but it was something i was fi- i i had this idea that there was something there well there definitely is and it's a big part of the yeah. ending of the show it's yeah it's it's and i that was actually something that surprised me was how clearly and straightforward in that movie they say oh it is what holds life apart into separate individual yeah forms. they just straight up say shit and that's why, like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, how does anybody not understand? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just telling you all the information. Yeah, and I, I can't even answer how I watched that movie back then and go, what, what's happening? Like, right. it, it's a lot clearer to me now, and I'm not sure what it, what maybe this translation is a little bit different than what we had back then. Perhaps. Maybe, like, maybe I was just blind to it, or... yeah thought of it as like oh that's just some weird mumbo jumbo that doesn't make sense you know what i'll i'll put it so i recently read the first zelazny book this immortal Mm. i started reading that book and he's there's all kinds of terms i don't know what the fuck he's talking about there's like terms from greek mythology that i don't know because i'm not a greek scholar then there's like all these other terms that are like sci-fi terms I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And so I get like halfway through the book and I'm completely lost. I don't know what anything is going on. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I'm lost. And so I restarted the book, restarted the book with a vague understanding of certain things. And I, and I started reading it. I'm like, Oh, 
okay, I get this now. Like, this makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay, I know what this one word means now. This is that guy, that, this is that guy and they're talking about this thing. Okay. And so going back with a sort of hazy understanding of certain terms, it, it, you know, it, yeah. it gave me a small window in. And I feel like it's probably similar to the first time, like, if you're young and you're watching it and you think it's robots. Yeah. And it is yeah. robots, but, like, there's a lot more than that. So you're just watching the robot shit. So you're just like, I don't know. What the fuck are they talking about? Like, all this <laughs> extra shit. Where's the robot stuff? And so then maybe if you had gone back at that time. Yeah, maybe if I had just, like, this is yeah. what I was saying, that I wish I had just kind of rewatched it yeah. back after I had done all that thinking about it and figuring right. it out, just watched it again. I think it would have probably made a good bit more sense to I me. feel like it would have, yeah, because they do, I mean, they kind of just lay it all out. But, like I said, I mean, I was on board, like, episode one into it. I was like excited to watch the next episode. Like <laughs> that generally doesn't happen with anime stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll watch the next one. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> but this one, I was like, fuck, I want to see the next episode. And I didn't binge them or anything. I was very slow about watching the whole thing, which helped right. me enjoy it as well because <clears throat> it's like at my own pace. But I was pumped about watching the next episode and. And the way that it cliffhangers stuff too is very Attack on Titan. Like mm. they, they clearly were trying to pattern themselves off of that, because like they'll do a cliffhanger in Attack on Titan, and then the next episode they won't address that cliffhanger for a while, and yeah, you're just yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like you ended on this action thing, like <clears throat> this shit is about to happen, and then now we're back in the past what the fuck and so it just drives you to keep fucking watching right it's really good you should watch that show yeah i do need to it's super good yeah. i haven't watched the the newer seasons i just watched that first one what that came out you know whenever it came out but yeah it's fucking good mm. not as good as this though man <laughs> Eva. what a fucker <coughs> yeah i'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. I was, I, I didn't like. I I don't know what to, like, yeah. How to play like how someone is going to react to this, can go in a wide yeah probably. Of ways. But it's it's very, it's very attuned to to me. I don't know. I feel like that's why it's it's as popular as it is because the characters are very real. Yeah, and they're yeah. dealing with real things that that uh, people deal with trauma and things so i can right. imagine that that people who are you know trauma survivors are watching this and, and connecting whether they are aware of it like i am at this age watching it or if they're not i feel like you know that's I don't know. People react to authenticity. I like that's a big thing with me is fucking authentic shit. I don't like stuff yeah. that feels fake. And <clears> so <throat> when I watch like fucking mainstream movies, it's just oh, this is fucking garbage. You know, <laughs> this is, there's nothing real here. And like, you can tell that the people making this 
we're dealing with real shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like he, they probably have, you know, similar issues and there's just such a, a level of emotion in here. Right. That it's, I it, don't see in a lot of stuff like anime or otherwise. Like it's, 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 you know, this is up a, up a level from a lot of stuff for me. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I think I agree with you on that, that this is going beyond Like it's definitely not just your, Oh, we're just going to have fun and have a micro action adventure. No. no. And it was never conceived as that. I don't think. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be. I mean, it, it kind of, it plays with a lot of that genre it does for sure but it's not even right from the very beginning it's it's dissecting that it's not yeah because even was it not in the i think it was the first episode where like the fucking shinji's like looks at the eva's eye and it's clearly like some kind of a fleshy thing underneath the armor and it's like it blinks at him and he goes oh is this what the the eva is really and I'm, I think that was like episode one or two, and immediately I'm like, well, what is going? This is clearly not your average yeah. robot. I mean, definitely in episode one or in episode two at least, um, you're seeing that it's not specifically a robot because yeah. it gets stabbed through the head and it's spraying yeah. blood all over the fucking yeah. place. I like you know very quickly on that it's not a robot. Yeah, and it's it's. It's very obviously like blood, like some. Yeah, like it doesn't look like it's, it's not like it's leaking oil or right. something. No, like it, it's, it that's looks blood. like it's blood, yeah. And you get the sense that it's blood, like it's yeah. a real wound. Yeah, and like even when when it gets damaged, like don't they bandage it? <laughs> like yeah, doesn't there's it have like bandages. Yeah, at some point they've got it all fucking bandaged yeah. up. At some point later in the series, yeah. Right, it's not like it's getting like just, you know some fucking welded you know it's like it has paper bandages or whatever they call it right know? right and it's and there's even like blood seeping yeah. through the bandages and, yeah so and it, later on when you're seeing it like getting injured you're seeing bones and yes like yes. it's Oof. so good and like when they blow up the eva the third eva eva number three where the black one that toji's <sighs> in and it's just like punches it, and you like see its brains just uh, kind of spray everywhere and dripping off of the buildings nearby. That shit was so sad. Yeah, that was like ooh. that that one in the manga. Toji just flat out dies there. He's just gone. Oh man! Like in in the anime, he's still alive. Like he's missing a leg. If you didn't notice that, like I, they show him in the hospital bed, and I yeah. suddenly realized like. That blanket is draped over him. Oh shit, he's missing a leg. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> like, so he didn't die. I thought he. Died. No, he was in the hospital bed there, oh, and okay. you, you never really see him after that. Yeah, well, they so mention him gone. once or twice, but you see him in the hospital bed, and the girl that was into him is there visiting him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The... And that's like kind of the last you see of him. He just kind of fades away out of the story. They mention him once or twice in dialogue after that, but yeah. He's around somewhere. Okay, but yeah, I just I guess I assumed he died. I didn't really think. Yeah, too much in the about manga, it. he does just die. Yeah, and huh. so you must have got pretty deep in the manga. Yeah, I don't know how far it was. I mean, this was whatever was available at the time. I don't remember how many. Vo- I I kind of yeah. want to say it was like four or five volumes of it was out back then, or maybe yeah. six or something. Because but... that's like pretty deep into the anime. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Get it to that part. Yeah, I'm honestly like because that 
would have been at most like manga that had been written in 2000 yeah. even in japan or something like that's as far back as, as forward as it would have gone which right. is like half the run of the manga like what what the hell else happened in the manga how much farther right. did it go because that went to like 2014 i think or something yeah i looked it up and just and yeah it was like 2014 yeah it, it literally ran for 10 years so i mean i it, it didn't necessarily run consistently it could have been right, like right. a volume like it might have been five years yeah it might have been sporadic it yeah, might have been knows? different stuff but there there was definitely um stuff in there that was a little bit different okay um i seem to recall there there was a conversation in the anime where they're all just at the table like kaji and all the pilots and misato they're all just hanging out at the table chatting and yeah Kaji's revealing embarrassing shit about Misato and she's all and everybody's all freaking out. Yeah. That I kind of remember in the manga happening a bit differently like in, in just the way it was structured and played oh, out. Maybe not okay. in the information it presents, but like yeah. Kaji would say something and then it would like one panel show somebody's reaction then every like it would just go down the list of every single character's reaction of ghost going like, "Oh my god, look what the and then Ray just slurping her soup just <laughs> and then Kaji would say something else embarrassing and it would just go through that same cycle again and end with Ray just, <laughs> just like she don't care. give a shit yeah. and everybody else is freaking out and right. like it like it structured that way it was it, it was kind of the same thing that happened in the anime but just structured the humor differently and right well it's a different medium so right right it just it had its sense. little differences and I think there were things in there that were defined and they were described in there that were less clear to me in the anime and maybe yeah. it was in the anime and i just missed it like so yeah. much of the other stuff there um or maybe it was uh new material well i saw a thing that the the guy who did the manga said something about like don't look to my manga for answers in the anime because like the manga's my thing and it's not it's related but it's not really it's not trying like, to answer those questions yeah like don't don't try to look for the answers here because I'm just doing my own thing. <clears throat> How true is that? I don't know, but I mean, cause it is the same fucking thing. So right. it's yeah, only natural know. to like read don't. the manga. And, right. Know. I would still like to go back and read the manga. And see, yeah, now that sure. it's done, I want, I'd, I'd like to see how he ended it, what his ending was. Yeah. Cause the ending has always been aside from whether you like Oscar or Ray, the most controversial aspect of the series. The ending is so dope though. Like, I don't, un I mean, I get it. People don't understand it. But, like, the ending is so cool. Like, it's just <laughs> like, cool. Like, it is. Like, now, me, today, looking back on it, yeah. I just go, like, oh, that is some cool, weird-ass shit. Yeah. At the time, I was like, what the fuck is even happening? <laughs> right. And well, that, the problem that I have with the movie ending is that in the TV series, it ends with shinji having this realization that yeah, it's, he it's a much more upbeat ending to the series yeah and the movie is of is kind of just this depressing like i don't he won't get over it he just i don't know that it's depressing it it has always felt super depressing to me i guess it is but that's i would imagine i would it's probably up for debate yeah i mean but like the the main thing is that in the series he learns that he is worthy of love and yeah, that he yeah. can love himself 
he doesn't have to be defined by his trauma and then the other yeah, characters there's... in his head are congratulating him yeah it and feels so... as if he's overcome something and become a better person right and in the movie it doesn't feel like he's changed at all eh, or not I very guess. much I it feels so. like he's still just in that hatred that self-hatred in that yeah, well, because they never in the movie say anything about him. Like, he doesn't have that turn to realize that he's worthy of love. They never right. say those words. They never really go into that specifically. And so that's my specific problem because I that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about. Yeah, and that, that is why I would say don't skip those episodes. Like, yeah, that, for sure. That definitely gives a much more a complete conclusion to his character arc. Yeah. If not to the actual story, it's to his character arc. It feels far more uh, like an ending than yeah, the movie does. For sure. The movie. Mm-hmm. Now see like the ending of the show, I assumed okay, he's he's in the ether with everybody else, but he's his own consciousness and then in the realization of he's lovable and he needs other people to survive and the the struggle is what makes humanity great and that's the purpose of life you know like mm-hmm. like i can choose we need to have choice i don't need to be in my own thing we have to be separate we can't just be all this one thing and so then congratulations end of show but i assumed that he restarts the world yeah yeah like i feel like it's implied they don't show anything and so at the end of the movie they actually show him like reforming himself and then asuka is also there like she's reformed yeah and it something that i never got out of it the first time is somebody in there probably ray or one of her various forms in that ending says that uh any like everybody can reform yes. if they have the desire to yeah they don't say that in the in the show at all but yeah i did get that sense like it, it, from the movie yeah there there's a line in the movie that just specifically states that anyone can apply their will and yeah. reform they just have to want it enough. they yeah they have the the choice to you know they can do this they can do that yeah and i kind of get the feeling that asuka and shinji are the first ones to do it because they were in their evas Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because the Evas themselves are a very important part of this. Well, yes. In, in, into, like, even into this <laughs> psychological aspect. And that is where that yes. first movie really sets it up. Or not that... Actually, it's, it's not the first movie, but the, um, when Asuka wakes up. When, when she's she under the lake. Because she, she's comatose there at the end, basically, where she's in the hospital bed. Because yeah. she's so fucking depressed from all the defeats she's had. Yeah. And so well, when that's she the wakes beginning up... beginning of end of... That's yeah, the yeah first, so that's the second movie, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah that's the it's, first episode. Yeah, even that, yeah that, that second movie is like two episodes. Weird structuring on that, but... Right. I th- that's actually something interesting with the publication. I was actually looking up because of that, too, apparently. And I'm wondering if maybe you got this um, 98 version of it. Because there was... Um, apparently, they came out with the death and rebirth movie and then the the end of evangelion yes 
and then it, and those were both in 97 and then in 98 there was a recombination of them yes because where they chopped it up and put it back together in a bit different fashion the the difference is that death and rebirth the first movie was the death part that we watched mm. and then a rebirth part which was like the first 20 to 30 minutes of the first part of end of evangelion okay so then when they when both movies had been out yeah they kind of like they spliced it they they cut off the rebirth part because that's already in end of evangelion so there's no need to see that again i I got the idea that nothing had been lost or added in the 98 version it had just been rearranged into a right a a structure that was slightly different but yeah, it, it was all like, the same content yeah but like the rebirth part was shown almost as like a teaser like here's you know some new shit to go with your recap okay and then when they showed end of evangelion it had all of that initially like it just always yeah. had all of that and so then when they release the death movie there's no point in having that little segment they just cut it off yeah okay so now would i prefer to watch it in its original release because that's just the way i am yes (laughs) (laughs) but i did some thorough research and you know it was like okay fine i get it it's just re you know it's just uh, copying of footage so it's it's not too bad yeah so so as I was going on with this, so when Asuka's at the, they they launch her, she's comatose, but they're like, okay, well, she's just gonna die. They're just gonna kill yeah. her in the bed. Just throw her in the Eva. Throw her it's, in the bottom. It's of the safer lake. than being in a hospital bed with guys trying to kill her. Yes. At least there she'll be. And in that, the bombs start going off around the depth charges start going off, and yeah. she wakes up and she has this epiphany that her mother is with her. That's true. Yes, she does. And that's what the Evas are. The Evas yes. are their mother. Every, every single student in here, A, they're all 14, right. which coincides with, because this takes place in 2015, in 2000, Antarctica got nuked by this second Yeah, impact. and they were all like little kids or babies. Yeah, no, they or were not even born yet at that uh, point. Oh, okay. And that to me has always been this kind of key point of why they pilot the Evas, is that they were born or conceived right around that time of the second impact and so they have something something about that second impact infused the children of that time with uh this ability to actually or potentially interface with these right evas but the evas themselves they actually describe this a fair bit more clearly than i remember them describing it ritzko describes them uh, the scientist blonde scientist lady if you yes Um, i'm with this show, you know the names. I'm pretty <laughs> solid with the names. <laughs> you are into it good enough. The characters are defined. They're so yeah, they're so. And there's not clear. too many of them. Yeah, I couldn't tell you the names of the guys that are monoliths, the seal guys. I don't think they had names. I believe they probably do, but I don't know for sure. I don't know their names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think it ever stated their names. The other guys, I probably they could, had numbers, yeah. but yeah, they were. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. But their they, names. they were the secret society, so I think they were always keeping their names secret. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because that's like in the first um, 
season, I guess, as I call it, the first like 12 episodes or so, you actually see them. They're actually at desks yes, talking to Gendo and stuff. And then the second season, they switch to these monoliths yes. that are kind of blocking their identity. And I kind of got this idea that, because they mentioned something sort of like this, where they're, they're trying not to reveal their identities or something. And so okay. I just kind of got this idea, oh, they, they're they're now communicating with, with on a channel that they aren't as confident in its security. So they're, they're blocking their okay. visuals. That makes that, sense. They're, they're no longer confident that yeah. being seen on, by, they, they don't want it intercepted or whatever or understood right. by anybody. So they're, Who is intercepting it? Who, I don't know. No. Right. <laughs> like they're the mysterious council of vagueness, <laughs> but <laughs> right. they're just, that actually, um, there's a lot of things in names that this, ties into and i'm not sure about the this when you when you listen to the japanese because it's spelled like s-e-e-l-e -E -E or something seal yeah, or something seal when they say it in japanese it sounds more like zeal okay uh, and like i'm thinking like they're zealots that yeah. the, these are like the weird like crazy cultists who that want to end sense. the world yeah, because yeah. they want this religious rapture to occur yes and that fucking, there so you i go. don't know if that's intentional or not well, close enough. It's probably intentional. <laughs> it's good enough for me to to latch onto it. Yeah, but yeah. There's a lot of names in this. Well, that... a lot of the names are seemingly intentional. So yeah, <laughs> I like would, um, uh... Ray. Her, okay. That that name is. Uh, it has a variety of meanings in Japanese, and I actually tried to look this up, and unfortunately, they don't spell this with the Chinese characters, so I can't specify it down which definition hmm. okay. it is because the different meanings of the word might depend on which characters it's written with and it's just pronounced the same way. Yeah. But it might mean something else. There's a couple of different meanings for Ray. And one of them is zero, okay. which, by the way, is oh, the unit yeah. she pilots. Unit, unit zero. zero. Yes. The other is ghost. Uh, okay. And so she is a very ghost-like character with pale skin and yes. this mysterious, distant personality. But she's well, and also with the clone angle, where she's she's, she's, she's very, not like a real person. Yeah. She's like this yeah. So sort it's of... she's much more of a the spirit. And, yeah, and and so it's and so there's a lot of things like that. Okay. Um, the the magi computers. Yes, the three wise men. Yes, they're the three wise men that uh, yes in Christian folklore, visited Jesus at his birth. Yes. And those are the names of them, except they misspelled Caspar. But Yeah, well. <laughs> I can't expect everything from Japanese. Well, yeah. Also, there's so many varieties of spellings of those names anyway through through history and folklore. Oh, okay. Well, they hardly a, matters. You get a pass, Japan. Yeah, but I've, well, I've like, often seen Caspar as Gaspard or whatever. Oh, okay. There's, there's all sorts of different spellings of those three names, but those three names have cropped up in other places for sure. Yeah. Um, and like the the mother of Ritsuko is in yeah in the the computers yeah and that actually kind of loops me back to where this tangent came from yeah um, the Evas Ritsuko describes as when they're created they don't have souls yeah they're hu basically they are technically in some weird way human right. Uh, but they don't have souls when they're created, and they have a soul implanted in them. Correct. And I kind of equate that to exactly what Ritzko's mother did with the Magi computers. Yeah. That I, she implanted I, her own soul into that. Yeah, that's what I, but I got. whose souls are in the Evas? The well, mothers of the pilots. Yeah, Shinji's mom is definitely in his. And Asuka's mom is in Unit 2. Yeah. And that's why they can pilot it 
but when right, they because they can connect to it right and that's why the thing when when they had ray go into unit one and she was able to use it but they also just said that there, it would be flat out impossible for either her or shinji to use unit two right or right. For because Asuka they don't have that one. connection right and with ray i've and i have no idea like they, they kind of allude to a connection but yeah. I have always felt that Rey, at least in her physical body, is a clone of Shinji's mom. Okay. J- just That they... would make sense, because I don't know where she comes from, but I know that she's at some way related, because right. she, they, she they... comes out and they say that she kind of looks like the Right, there's stuff. some allusion to, there's some connection there, and I'm not sure, wh- like, this is what I mean by, I have knowledge outside the anime, that yeah. I don't at this point remember where the fuck i got this knowledge from whether it was clearly stated somewhere or if it's just some fan theory or if it's just my own internal processing of it decided that well whether you know where she comes from or not i don't think that that really matters it's cool to know or to theorize but like in terms of understanding the show i don't think that that specific really matter but these these are all the things that i was chasing trying to understand yeah. I, I was kind Which of is, basically yeah, chasing red herrings on like what is the literal functioning of all these yeah. parts and i the, it's really the undertones it's the the emotional level that this show was all about and the rest just kind of flowed from that and didn't really need to have yeah these well it's cool to know all that stuff though yeah there is a lot of just cool stuff in there like the the at field being this and I've always there's a couple of things that I ways that I can look at the AT field in various different forms. Yeah. One that I'm less on board with, but may may have been intentional on this. Okay. So, in the Bible, Ooh. it flat out sta- there's a lot of biblical yes, connections there in this. There like is the Sephiroth sure. is is in the opening credits, and you actually see it in the end movie. Okay. With all the uh, the Eva series, the ones that regrow that Oscar beat up. Yeah, when they're yeah. floating around, that they form the Sephiroth. The, oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There, that's that's ancient like Jewish mystics, mysticism and philosophy and shit. Yeah, um, Lilith is ancient Jewish folklore. Adam, of course, is the first human in the Bible. Right. Yeah. See, like I don't know that stuff like you do. I figured that you would come in with this knowledge. <laughs> yeah. There's and so it's... like I kind of know like okay, this is a thing here, and I know Adam, and I know mm-hmm. that this is some ancient shit but i don't know where it comes from so i just assume oh this is ancient shit (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) like there's there's definitely like especially at the end where shinji's all crucified the unit one is all yeah there's a lot of crucifixion stuff yeah 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 i mean just that lilith is on the yeah lilith is all crucified the lance of longinus yeah the the spear that yeah that's um that's again going to christian folklore isn't that the of, spear that's yeah, stabbed yeah, yeah. Jesus? Yeah, in the Jesus side? when he was crucified at some point, uh, they went, Well, I think he's dead. And so one of the Roman soldiers, who happened to be named Longinus by legend, yeah. stabs him with a spear and says, Yep, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the spear that's suppo- the that's, lance of yeah, Longinus is, is the, the holy relic. <laughs> yeah, because Jesus bled on it, so now right. it's this holy relic. And right. so that's so there's a lot of just reference to these weird random things. You know where I first learned about Well, I learned about it because I grew up uh, Catholic, so I heard about it. But where I first learned about the 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 spear being like a relic was 
<laughs> the fucking game Wolfenstein. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a part of that where you're like trying to find the spear of destiny, and it's mm. like this because like Hitler was. Uh, it's kind of a a legend that he's always looking for like mystical relics oh, yeah. and shit. <laughs> and so that's part of Wolfenstein is that, that he's looking for that. That seems to happen a lot with uh, like Hitler as super villain yeah, kind of stuff. Sure. Like in, I think in DC comics, he had some kind of like magical force field. Oh really? Because otherwise Superman could have just flown right in and busted him up. <laughs> so he had to have some kind of like, how does Superman not just fly in and stop Hitler? That's <laughs> like, true. It was like, Oh, he's got, ancient magic evil ritual shit that's protecting him <laughs> that fucking at field yeah and there was uh but yeah that that at field is uh <laughs> so in the bible i believe yeah. it says this multiple times over the course of of the bible okay um god is scary yes god the fear of god yeah you are supposed to fear god it actually commands the bible actually commands you to fear god you're supposed yeah. to be shitting your pants about this guy who might turn you into fucking pillars of salt or yeah, throw Old fire Testament in god, yeah. yeah and so that's, that's the angels i didn't understand being close as a kid. to <laughs> yeah I, I still don't really understand that but it's in the bible <laughs> it's there maybe that yeah. kind of because the angels who are very close to god in, in Yes. coming from god they, and they bring this terror down to earth maybe this, this at field is this field of terror that they bring with them is perhaps the terror of god the terror of his okay his because this is very much like a the second coming of christ the the end of the world where everyone will yes. be judged and yes and that's exactly why the second impact happens in the year 2000 is oh, that's right. yeah, that was the year the, of the apocalypse and this right. being a 90s series when all of those kinds of stories were okay. very popular yeah, at true. the time like you didn't arnold star in one or something end of days <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> where arnold <clears throat> fucking fights the the devil and i believe he punches him in the face <laughs> if all right I, I need to see that movie if i remember <laughs> if i remember right apparently i need to see that movie just for that if nothing else i could be remembering it wrong i think he i don't know he certainly punches somebody in that movie uh it's uh, it's not a good movie but going back to it as an adult i i enjoy it quite a bit yeah so. but at the time i was very against it because mm. it has CG in it a little, oh, okay. a little bit here and yeah. there. But at the time, it was the end of the world for me. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, in, incidentally, from what I had heard, again, outside knowledge from the anime, I don't know where the hell I got this from. Yeah. The first impact was the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, yeah, they never really explained that. Yeah, they never even mentioned the first impact. Yeah, and I never... I, yeah. But from what... My understanding is is that was the meteor that destroyed the dinosaurs. That was the first impact. Okay. And so that makes sense because that impact changes the world. Right. The life that was there is gone. And the world is recreated right. in a new form right. with new life is, giving rise to humans eventually. Yes. Let me ask you, Neon, is that in some way related to new <laughs> Yes. Okay. Like, if, if you take... <laughs> I believe that the title is all Greek. Neon meaning new. Okay. Genesis meaning the beginning. 
Obviously, yeah. it's the first book of the Bible, and, and so it takes, and because of all the biblical symbolism of this, I am taking it not just as the literal meaning of new, or, or of, of beginning, but also of the creation of the world, which is yeah. what the book of Genesis chronicles. Right, and that's what the whole thing and that's at is what, leading up yeah, to. Yeah, and evangelion is the Greek word that, again, literally means good news. Oh, okay. But specifically was used by the Christians to refer to the Gospels, to... Oh yeah, okay. The the gospels are the good news. It's it's the Jehovah's Witnesses that show up on your doorstep and say, "Have you heard the good news yes. that Jesus has died and resurrected and will give you eternal life?" Okay. That's the good news. Yeah. And that's what this series is all about. The other thing to say about this though is that and I meant to look this up a little deeper than I did. This is so Japanese got to look anything up. <laughs> the Japanese title is not Neon Genesis Evangelion. What? It's what is it? It's some Japanese words and then Evangelion. Evangelion is in the title, but yeah. the first two words are Japanese. And I meant to look up what those two words were translated into English, and I just didn't do that. But it does. So I'm assuming that for the English release, they just followed that Greek word of Evangelion and just decided yeah. to use the Greek words of that. Well, I mean, it has to be coming from Japan, though. Because right. the, you know how every episode has the Japanese title and then the English title? That's coming from Gainax yeah, yeah, with yeah. the English title. So I can't imagine that yeah, just it, I mean, somebody it, it came has up to have been, Yeah, it wasn't just some dude localizing yeah, it going, like oh, let's just dude. call it this. So no, it's it, them. It's, it's intentional, but it's also not what the Japanese characters are necessarily. Huh. Represent, and well, I, that's what I mean by like I meant to look a bit. I wanted to see what those words actually meant in Japanese, yeah. Because I I think they're just translating it into Greek just for the sake of having a consistent Greek title for the yeah. for the. Well, it sounds fucking cool. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion. You're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right. Some anime. I don't know. <laughs> so I meant to look a little bit more into what those words meant, and I forgot to do that. But oh, oh well. But I, I assume it means basically the same thing. Well, I was looking at at the new, the rebuild ones, the newer movies. Hmm. And I believe that uh, those titles start with Shin. Okay. Oh, I don't, oh that, that I don't actually, know about na the old That one. is actually one, the first word in the title in the original is Shin something or other i can't yeah, remember because that's just new yeah that just means new and, right. and so that's what why neon is related to right. neo it's, okay. it's obviously that from that greek root of yeah. new and shin means new it's one of its its other meaning is true okay but uh kind of a similar thing so so that makes sense because when yeah. i the whole time i'm watching the show i don't know why it's called this and then when i get to the end and i'm like okay they reset the world you right. know like okay it neon must have some connection to new you know neo new is close enough right and i figured you would know the the root or something because you're like that right i'm, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure you got that just right on with the the it meaning just, of it it made sense it was like yeah and that's that is something honestly that is probably the part that i think ra zephon helped me understand was that they were recreating a brand new they were ending the world and recreating a new one yeah and that's something that at the time i just didn't really get okay that that it was literally the apocalypse and a rebirth of a brand new world yeah and that that's something that just flew over my head watching it and it wasn't until later that i 
pieced that together. Okay. And that's something that Ra Zephon lays out much more literally and clearly yeah. that the world is gone everything you've seen is gone and we've created something new at the end and there's a new yeah. world and you kind of get that in that very last episode when he there's like the last five minutes or so where they're all in school and he like run Ray's running late and oh, she's got the toast right, in her mouth and Asuka like and Shinji are like yeah, yeah it's like the most generic of generic right. high school anime all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah which incidentally is one of the later anime. They just took that little bit and said, let's make an entire series of that. <laughs> oh, there's a whole series of that? Yeah, that, that's oh, one wow. of the later anime series of Evangelion that happened after. Oh, I didn't know there were actual later series. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it was just the rebuild movies. No, there's a few anime series that oh, came wow. out. In between. I, I don't know if they ever got U.S. releases of them, because I had never never really heard anything about them. Oh, weird. I knew Eva was still a big fucking deal, but yeah. I didn't really know why. I was like, why is this show still so big? Oh, it's still producing shit. That's why oh, it's still okay. a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's so a big deal because I, awesome. I would be... Yeah, I mean, there there's, of course, that, <laughs> but... Um, I would actually be rather curious to see what these other later series are. Yeah, me too. Um, to eventually track them down and and watch them but yeah so that was that was some weird stuff to go on with that but yeah it's it's just it's full of shit like that, that yeah you can... well and the thing with with the the new the reset of the world in the show if you don't understand everything that's happened up to the point where you go into his head and you kind of understand what's happening in his head. Right. You don't understand that the world has ended and there's a rebirth. Yeah. Because they say something in like episode 24 or something towards there where they're like, all right, we're going to start instrumentality. And, you know. Yeah, and you just don't even know what that is. Well, they kind of mention they, it, but if you're not like right on it, into yeah. it, you're not going to miss that, that, okay, the souls are going to all go into one fucking yeah, mass. Yeah, th that totally. I totally right. missed that. So if you miss that, and it it is, you know, they don't say it multiple times throughout the show. They say it towards the end in the one episode. So, like, if you miss that, you don't know that they're rebirthing anything. And then exactly. in the movie, they show the rebirth. But they don't But you don't really have say it. as yeah. good of an understanding of it unless you already understand the show. Yeah, and that was one of my big hurdles watching it the first time, was just not getting that. Yeah. And when I w saw that last episode, I had a very different understanding of it than watching it now and realizing, oh, this is him growing to... Under like, my understanding was like, I when I first watched it, I was like, okay, so Shinji realized the world would be different if the world were different. What? Great. Good job. <laughs> we'll see... <laughs> like well, because, like, did you catch as a... You probably didn't catch the fact that, like, the Kawaru, the gay, yeah, yeah. Kid, the gay kid, yeah, the angel or whatever, like, when he tells Shinji that he loves him, regardless of any sort of, you know, he just says that to him. Shinji's never heard that. That's a big deal. Right. And, like, it's just a small moment, but it's something that, like, really affects him, Shinji. He, right. he doesn't know what to do with that. 
Yeah. And then very shortly after that, he's put in a position where he has to kill that kid. Yeah. <laughs> he has to just make this the same choice that okay, so like Toji the, yeah, the other exactly. kid. It's that same thing. Like every step of the way, it's building him more towards that. Right. Like and at so, first, but, but he's when he's not doing in, with Toji, yeah, he's, he's not, not in, in control. Right. Right. So he has to go through the actions, but he's not making the choice, and and like so he he has to just like deal with it. Like oh, it's somebody else's, you know, somebody else is doing it. But then he's faced with now because the kid was confronting him and being an asshole to him but then they became friends so now you know he didn't want to see his friend get fucked up yeah so there's there's this interesting evolution of that because at first shinji injures toji's little sister and he does it completely unknowing yes this is true then he injures toji knowing it Yes. but not being in control of it. Right. Whereas his sister, he was neither knowing or in control. Now he knows it, but he's not in control. Now yeah. he knows it and he's in control. Yes. And he has there to, like, it, it builds up towards that that tragedy of, and that goes, one of the earlier episodes is actually titled this, The Hedgehog's Dilemma, which they describe okay. in that episode as, yeah. how does a hedgehog get close to another <laughs> hedgehog? They're both covered in spikes. They're going to stab each other. Yeah. And that is so much of what this series is about. It really is. Is yeah. that that pain of getting close to somebody and not just that they're going to hurt you, but that you're hurting them. Yeah, it's tough. And it's fucking human humanity. It's and, rough. Yeah, and it, it and Kawaru, because he is so open and accepting, yeah. he becomes that one that it's all about like this is where the pain is gonna come to as well. Because the this is the hedgehog's dilemma. Yeah, okay. this is the guy getting the closest to Shinji. He's gonna get stabbed. This is true. And okay. so it's 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 that illustration of that pain of getting close. Right. And I think that's also uh, going back into this whole AT field thing of that. This is the barrier, but it's it's we learn in that last movie that everybody has an AT field. All life has an AT yes. field. It's not just the angels. It's not just the Evas. It's no. There's just like they can outwardly project it, whereas right. everybody has it internally. But and this is this is my other interpretation of the AT field, of, aside from potentially being this terror of God yeah. that's being brought down to the world, whether that was intentional or not. Well, it's the terror of connection with other yeah, people. Yeah, right. And it's stuff. it's that fear of connection, and that barrier that you won't let anyone close to you yes and kawaru kind of describes that specifically when his at field is broken apart he's like you've broken through that barrier into this sacred space that yeah like and that's where the pain of that union comes in is that and this this is this leads up to it in another thing that they set up kind of step by step in a way is that the angels are always trying to fuse they're trying to overcome this they're trying to get to to adam to fuse with adam and create but even beyond that unit three gets taken over by an angel that fuses with it basically okay yeah yeah and then even then when it's stomping around and it smacks up ray it starts trying to fuse with her oh right and they have to like blow her arm off yeah 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 and then later than that oscar gets hit by that psychic wave and the way she is describing that is like, is like, stop violating my mind. She's describing yeah. it like as rape. 
That's true. That she's getting mind raped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the next one, you get that Eva, that you get Ray fighting that snake thing. The big circle that splits up. Yeah, her, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, like stabs her and starts fusing with her. And it's like, yeah. And what I thought was really weird in that, ep- like, in, that's like, I think the very next episode after the Asuka one, where yeah, she's like so, yeah. describing it as if she's being raped. And then when Ray is getting like infiltrated, like there's all these veins like popping yeah. out on her skin and stuff, but she's also blushing. Oh, really? Like, that was something I noticed there that I was like, she's blushing. Like, this is something like, and like that's something Ray does not just do. Right. That she does not express emotion that way. For right. Her. She does it affecting. every once in a while when Shinji does something that gets really close to her heart. Like he cleans up her room and and she's like, yeah. what the hell is it? Or she he says, oh, you would be a really good mother. And she those are like the two times in the series she blushes prior to that. Well, she also shows emotion around his dad. A couple right. of times because maybe she's, she blushed in like some when she's happy chatting with him. I don't know about blushing, but like when he puts on his the the dad's glasses in her room, mm-hmm. she like reacts very yeah yeah yeah. She you goes know she wants crazy on yeah. that. There's there's a few scenes where he sees her talking with his dad and yeah. she's like animated she's and happy. happy. She actually has emotions and he's right. like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and like he says, he doesn't believe in his dad's. Yeah, work and, and she bam. slaps him because you know like but why you know she's, like, so not she's that clearly type of character yeah she's know? clearly got this special attachment to him yeah which would make sense if she's if she's partially or or fully a clone of his mom right they're connected and it makes sense also that why the, he is so attached to her yeah even though well, he's not attached to anybody else he's not <laughs> and the whole thing where th- with he wants to merge everybody into one to get rid of the hole in him right because he wants to be with yui again right and so if he's the first time he's trying to like he tries to clone her and like she's gonna still be around in this version and yeah you know like i don't know yeah yeah so it's fucking cool yeah but like that scene where she's getting taken over by the angel and it's like she's seeing i'm like she's blushing that's like it's that's kind of like that whole Oscar thing. Like this is kind of like this yeah. sexual thing. And that's also kind of what it is when Kawaru just says to Shinji, like, I love you. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's this union. It's this letting someone into that sacred space. It's that being violated. It's, it's like, this is going to your very core, which is exactly yeah. what this human instrumentality is, is fusing people at such a right. a personal level that yeah it's it's kind of like the closest to compare it to is this sexual union which again it it uses misato as, again as a yeah they do talk about like um, and how she uses that to yeah like and her and kaji her pains yeah, and they talk kaji. about people becoming one in that way and stuff. yeah and definitely a lot of sexual symbolism in that end movie where there's yes. tons of <laughs> weird sexual shit going on there. Yeah. For sure. But, like, even the very concept, like, the Evas themselves are, in a way, it's like they're going back into the womb. They're in this liquid. Uh, like, they're, oh, yeah. like, they've gone. I didn't gone, even think about that. The Evas have umbilical cords that attach That's... to their backs to give them power. Oh, shit. Look at that. Like, it's. I didn't even think about that. And even. 
nerve itself, its headquarters, is in this giant ball inside the Earth that's been buried almost like a womb inside yeah, the Earth. Yeah. To re Like, it's all about birth and reproduction and re yeah. and that union. For sure. And how do you create birth with sex, with this yes. super close emotional connection that these AT fields are blocking that this yeah you have to be vulnerable it's yeah you, you have, have to, to drop that defenses you have to yeah, yeah, yeah. and and the pain of doing that and the fear of doing that right that's sure. why it's the absolute terror field is that yeah. it is terrifying to drop that to let someone in that close to you yeah for sure it's and, fucking rough yeah and yet that is how you create this life yeah and <laughs> that's and so it, it loops back into itself as well because a lot of the symbolism this fear of connection is also a fear of separation and that they want to go back to their mother they want to go back yes. to this union with their where they were in the womb and everything was safe right and so there's that that symbolism just loops in on itself in this really yeah. intriguing way well yeah i mean that's it's it's so tied into and, humanity yeah. and the way that everybody lives and that's why and it's i so think that's why good. the angels are angels is that being close to this godlike state yeah being close to this kind of this perfection this they are the ones who are capable of joining they are the ones who are willing to drop that they are kawaru who will just he is the one character in the entire series who is not afraid yeah to join he's very open yeah and that's like because he's this angel because he is this kind of divine being yeah that he he is the one who is willing to accept all of this and that's what other people need to do is to be able to accept that yes and that's what shinji needs to learn as he goes is to accept this connection and to accept the pain that goes with it and that's yeah. kind of what the series is all about and why Kawaru becomes such an important right uh catalyst, catalyst for all that. that yeah just yeah. The, the the central symbol of all of that um yeah for sure an another fun little goofy tidbit i don't know if you noticed this because <laughs> it was only there for like a second um the eva series the the white ones that are all winged and oh yeah yeah, yeah like um they use dummy plugs of Kawaru. Oh really? Like because you, uh, you know that. the ray the ray dummy dummy plug <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Gendo makes and he inserts in there and it's got it's a dummy plug and it says Ray on there. Right. When they first launch the Eva series, you see them like load up entry plugs in them and they say Kawaru written oh, on it and wow. it just slides right in and, and you only see it for like a brief second. I definitely and they didn't launch, see that. And I was like, oh shit, that's cool. <laughs> They're using the this. Maybe if I saw it in the theater, I would have seen it because it would have been big as Yeah, may maybe bigger and Yeah, that's... I, I was sad when I was watching it because I was like, God damn it, can I go back to see this in the theater? It's so cool. <laughs> like, I would like to see this big. Yeah, and it's... Yeah, that would be a one fucking hell of a trip to yeah. watch that in the theater. So it made me think, like, whenever this new fourth rebuild movie comes out, like, I would like to see it because... I'm assuming it's good. I don't know. I haven't seen the other ones. Yeah. But I guess I'm going to have to <laughs> yeah, blast I, I, through these <laughs> other ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a showing of it or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I, I looked up when they came out in Japan to when they came out over here in terms of the previous three, and mm -hmm. they were all about a year out. So mm -hmm. Did they ever hit theaters in the States? I don't 
They all said no, limited they okay, theater, theatrical theater. release. Okay. So it's probably like one day, two days. Yeah. You know, something super limited. Like now they have the Fathom events where it's like, right. come on this night and see some shit. Something like that. <laughs> you yeah. know. I wonder if they'll do something like that of all four movies just to... Well, I ain't sitting through four fucking movies in yeah. one go. Hopefully not all in one night. Hopefully it'll be like, we're going to do this once a week until the fourth one drops. Well, and, I would, something like that. I, I could know. do that, but I mean, in this day and age of people binge-watching, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if they just said, all right, eight hours. <laughs> Come on in. Eight, nine, hours, whatever yeah. the hell it's going to no, be with no intermissions. No thanks. No thanks. That's too much. <laughs> That's too much. I reject that with my AT field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, something else interesting about the uh, the fluid they're floating in in the entry plugs. Yeah. Yeah. All I could think about was abyss. So I never even connected that they were in the womb, and we. Yeah. Yeah. We there's. Grow. They also mentioned something like this was primordial life and something. Yeah. Like that. But there's this is stuff that I'm pretty damn sure is just connections that i just made i don't think i heard this anywhere okay maybe someone else's figured this out too and we just did it i think it i think this was just something i came up with um the lcl fluid okay that's what they call it it's it auctioned it makes you or whatever whatever that is but when you see lilith crucified yeah she's bleeding that shit and that's lcl i don't know if it is or not i i say it is that's just me asserting through my own decision because she's bleeding but it's all orange it's that same it color is. as the lcl and w- at the end when ray is turning everybody into liquid they're turning into lcl that's true they are yeah and that goes back to that episode where shinji falls into the shadow and disappears he doesn't disappear he turns into lcl he does that's what 400 percent sync rate is that is the complete elimination of his at field and he just becomes uh, a part of this that's true and the AT fields in general were orange also. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When they show them. Yeah, I think you're onto something. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, that's that's just me thinking that. No, oh, I think that you're this right. was uh that L C L is just this liquefied human soul. Yeah. And I don't know if I I think they're probably manufacturing it from Lilith bleeding there on the crucifix. Well, they could be manufacturing it. They could be collecting it. Yeah, they I mean, could who be, knows? Who like, knows? I was like, this is other like which is weird literal aspects of the series that I've tried to figure out. And yeah, so there, there's Adam. They have this thing where uh, Kaji brings it from. He brings Germany. that little embryo. It's in this or little something. like yeah. It looks like this embryo. It's in a box. Yeah. I and, thought they were going to grow him or something. Yeah, and and they <laughs> clearly try to red herring that when you see Lilith they it implies that that big crucified was that embryo that he brought and that it grew into yeah uh that and then kawaru gets down there and he's like wait this isn't adam this is lilith yeah okay and then you're like but wait they very specifically called that little embryo box adam yeah so what the fuck is up with adam well i think they because they when they were explaining in i think it's in the movie where they talk about like oh they're gonna use unit one is the catalyst or something infuse it with lilith they say something about like how the fucking second impact was when they fused with adam so i feel like they're yeah, just like didn't... keeping it away from 
So like right, they don't right. trigger their they want to trigger a specific impact so that everybody goes into juice. Right. And <laughs> here's the there's there's another episode that kind of clued me in on this this time watching this because I th- this is kind of this time I've kind of figured out more about the Adam Lilith thing. Yeah. Um, there's an episode where I forget which angel it is. One of them is actually getting close to that Lilith chamber. Yeah. And they're breaking in and Misato's like, oh shit, they're going to cause the third impact. We got it. And Gendo is just like, don't worry about it. And she's like, wait, why is he so unconcerned about this? This is not going to cause the third impact. Not this specific setup. And she's wondering why. She doesn't know why this specific setup is not going to cause the third impact. But But she can just tell that because Gendo is not freaking out, it's not the danger that she thought it was. Because it's not Adam. Yeah, because it's Lilith, not Adam. And they keep trying to bust in to get to Adam, but they find Lilith. When Kawaru gets down there, he's like, this isn't Adam, this is Lilith. Well, shit, there goes my plans. Right. And... There's something, and I think this was maybe clearer in the manga. This is something I might have pulled out of the manga. I don't know. But it is very, 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 very briefly in the first movie. Like for a split second. And it's completely out of context. So it's completely out of the blue. You have no idea what it is unless you really know what it is. Um, There's for a very brief second, you see that embryo of Adam. Okay. fused into a hand, into the palm of I, I did see that, but I didn't know what the fuck that was. I that, thought it was cool. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it was confusing at the time, and I think I may have, I may be pulling memories of the manga into this, um, because at the time, Kaji's talking over that scene, so they're like, did Kaji have, like, what's going on? Like, that is, it's actually Gendo's hand. Okay. And that's why he wears gloves. Like, oh, he has fuck. all those scars from when he burned his hands. Yeah, so, yeah. And a, a part of me wants to think he did that deliberately just so he could wear gloves all the time without question. Uh, because when Kaji brings that over, he fuses that into his hands. And that's why he's not worried about the angels coming into contact with Lilith. They're trying yeah. to come into contact with Adam, and he has Adam. He's got him. So, so he knows, knows that. Yeah, so he knows it's safe. Yeah. And that's why, at the end, when he fuses with Ray, he puts Adam oh, inside of her. There you go. Yeah, you got it. And he just kind of punches through her chest. Oh, and, shit. Which is also just interesting symbolically the way he does it. He pushes in through her heart. Yeah. And then reaches down to her womb. Oh, I didn't catch that. And, or at least where, uh, you know, where her stomach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that fusion of, and, and there's so much sexual in like yeah, symbolism sure. going on in there that yeah, yeah. I kind of caught that this time. I did not catch any like any of that sexual <laughs> tension in the sexual symbolism of the first time I watched it. And I'm yeah. not sure if that's just because old standard deaf TVs were not showing me enough detail on that or uh, I don't know about that. But... I I definitely think if I had noticed it, I would have remembered a vagina opening up on her forehead. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> I just watched it. Yeah, like no, she, that's how I think that's how Unit One merges with the giant ray. Oh yeah, like, okay. She's giant like that. Just this giant vagina just opens up on her forehead. Okay, and I vaguely Unit remember One that, and that yeah. weird cross form just kind of. I remember it going in, but I don't remember the, the yeah, vagina opening. It, it has an eyeball inside of it, so that yeah, it looks yeah, almost yeah, like. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. That, that's 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 a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's there's also Ray holding that black sphere and her palms open up. 
Yeah. And at first, the thought was, oh, those are like the crucifixion wounds, the stigmata. Where right. Stigmata. She, no, they're vaginas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> This is a lot more weirdly sexual than I remember this movie being. Yeah, but for all sure. right. There's also all of the uh, the Eva series. They get, they kind of grow ray faces when they're hovering around the big version of her. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they like stab themselves with their yes, their fake lances of Longinus. And yes. as they're doing it, they're like blushing and like moaning in orgasm oh and wow it was just like holy shit movie what the f-? like i do not remember this happening <laughs> like i did not catch all of this shit back in 2000 or whenever i watched yeah. this movie and that's that's, that's why you gotta watch it yeah again. yeah there, there's a lot more weird shit going on in here than i remembered <laughs> yeah i mean i i watched it but i don't even remember all of that stuff so yeah, uh, I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to watch it again. And honestly, I mean, I don't know that I have ever thought about, like, yeah, I want to watch a, this anime series again. But with this show, I definitely would watch it again. Mm. I don't know that I thought that about anything else, though. Hmm. I feel like, oh, yeah, I could definitely watch this. <laughs> like, it's a shame that it's not readily available, because I would have bought it. Yeah, yeah. And they would have made money. But they didn't. Yeah. So... That's the maybe, way it maybe once that fourth movie comes out, they'll maybe start doing a, maybe. a reissue of it, a nice Blu-ray copy or something. Yeah, I mean, it's out on Blu-ray on in Japan. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it must be. It definitely is. It it 100 is. Oh, there's some other some other fun stuff with Ray being killed and re recreated. Yeah. Um. Like, at first, I kind of, because it kind of shows you the two times she dies in the series. Yes. And she comes back in the second time and says, I think I'm the third. Right, she does say that. And to, to, to clear that up a bit. There's the one time where she gets choked out as a child by yes. uh, Ritsko's mom. Yeah, and that that happens fairly deep in the series yeah though. yeah it's pretty deep when that happens yeah and then like i think ritsuko's mom just commits suicide after that yeah she, she like jumps she off jumps the off into balcony and yeah, it's just her body and splats on the, the fucking the white outline where yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i think that that's like the first time ray dies and then there's that that angel that takes her over and she self-destructs and yes that's the second time she dies. And when she comes back, she's covered in bandages, just like she is at the beginning of the series when you first meet her. That's right. She is all fucking bandaged up at the beginning. Yeah. And so that got me thinking, and I don't think this anymore, but my I went down this little rabbit hole for a little bit and thought, oh, did Ray die at the beginning of the series as well? Is this actually the fourth Ray? Well, they show that like how she got fucked up though yeah and that's that, that eva goes all crazy and right and i thought like well okay maybe she died there and they cloned her again and then this is just what she looks like when they get her out of the cloning tubes yeah and that she's got to have these bandages on when that happens because they're the exact same right or nearly enough exactly enough, the same yeah. and so at first i was like oh man does that mean she died there too and then I thought about it and was like, no, because she's super attached to Gendo in Oh, and she that, still is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and then when they clone when she dies and comes back, 
she no longer cares. Those glasses. Yeah, she looks at the her. glasses. She's like, she's like, "What the fuck is this crap?" Yeah, <clears throat> and broke so, ass glasses. <laughs> yeah, oh, so fuck. I'm like, "No, nah, it's probably the same Ray there. She probably was just injured and stuff." Well, they mention when they show the 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 vat of rays or whatever you want to right, call it. Right. They mentioned that it's it's extra parts. Yeah. And so like so maybe you they see just like bodies they, and maybe they maybe take they an just arm. take an arm here or maybe like they there, take an know. eye and pop it in. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I like to think that they but are doing that kind of stuff. Maybe. <laughs> I kind of feel like they just grab a new one, but Yeah. But maybe that's only when it's severe enough. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, like, yeah, Ray's a weird one, but, like, if I don't know if you noticed this, but, um, there, there's the scenes where Ritzko shows them all the, the failed Evas, where it's just, like, oh, the yeah, head the and the little graveyard Yeah, and the stuff. graveyard and stuff, yeah. like, some of them have, like, shoulders and arms, yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, we got, kept get it's like, oh, they, first they were just spines, now they've got some spines, arms, like, they just yeah. kept getting better and better at it, like, oh, we got a full one now, and it's right. unit zero. It's so fucking crazy, yeah. But, um, when you see Ray in her little clone tube, like, she's in a test tube that they put, and it's full of liquid and bubbling up and stuff, and they zoom out on that, something okay. I realized, that's an Eva brain and spinal column that she's inside of. Oh, that thing that, that thing above her with is that, an yeah. Eva brain, and it's like the spinal cord oh. is going down, and that's the tube she's in. When oh, they're, okay. So it's like, and because they say that she was like born out of this Eva. Yeah. That was the first Eva they created. Like, it was, it actually had a soul. None of the other Evas they created had a soul, but this one did for some reason. Right. And she is like, they're implanting her that Eva's soul into these bodies of Ray. Yeah. So that she can interact with normal humans instead of being this just cranial weird thing hanging in this, right. the room. Yeah, and so like I wonder what who who is that soul? Yeah. Because that that I still have no idea on. Yeah. Who knows? That's still like a complete bafflement to me. But Well cuz Shinji's mom is creating Evas and so she is definitely in unit one right and that's probably why it's unit one it's it's the first like real one yeah. the first you know is the first like i kind of think unit zero might just not have a soul at all and that it's just ray and it's just ray well don't they have to yeah i'm not I don't sure know. yeah yeah is, i'm yeah. like like i said ray is the like ray and unit zero so that like his i get it. unit one is yui Unit two is Asuka's mom. Unit three must be Toji's mom. Right. And that's actually that's actually something else I was getting. I that. thought it might be his sister, but but yeah, I think she's still alive. It never, yeah, but I think they, they never do, state yeah. her as being dead. But maybe she died at some point. But, but yeah, but I mean, it probably is his mom. Yeah. Because who knows where his parents yeah, are? Yeah, and I also think um, this this again might just be something that I just came up with because I came up with it. Yeah. All of the well, kids in Shinji's class. Now, we know that they're all candidates to be EVA pilots. It does specifically state that. Yeah. That they've gathered them all there so that any potential candidate will be there for them to pull Ready whenever Ready to they go, need. yeah. Um, what it does not say, but it kind of hints at, maybe not even implies, but hints at is when um, Shinji is talking to Ida, the kid with the glasses who's super into like military things and he wants to pilot. Yes. That kid says that, I'm just like you, I'm an orphan. And I think every single student in that class is an orphan. Every yeah, single probably. student there, his mother is dead and could potentially... And so when they're creating these Evas and putting a soul in them, they don't necessarily know which soul is going to go in it. 
and it okay. might be th- but all of these kids have dead mothers whose souls could potentially be implanted into an eva yeah and so and you kind of see that with um asuka in her flashbacks she gets chosen to be a pilot and she's running home like mom i'm gonna be a pilot her mom is dead right then yes this like is true. it's as if like her death just immediately went into that into right. unit two as it was forming right. and they were like oh shit we got a connection hey kid you're gonna be our next pilot yeah and then it's like so it happened like right then when her mother died right and so i think they've that's been true. so i think that's uh so that's also fed what fed into my theory of uh the all the the evas being the mothers of the pilots yeah yeah and so i think all of those students are orphans I, I we never I see any so, of their parents yeah. no you never do there's there's like no parental supervision on anyone no not, not at and all. and like even when asuka is staying over at the other girl's house like you just you, yeah it's just like why how i don't know it doesn't there's like no other authority figure yeah no there's in here. nobody it's just like it's fucking the world kind of ended yeah <laughs> you know, and you i mean it, it, yeah it makes sense that yeah. all of these uh there would be a huge shit ton of orphans after right. freaking second impact so well and you don't even i don't do you really see any other people other than like the nerve people not like much. hanging around the city and stuff i mean there's like, they go to that train station yeah, when she runs away it's pretty fucking there's some people empty. there but there's not a lot there were yeah. people there though yeah there were some people okay. there when he right. uh when he's in the train, it, it shows a bunch of different people around. And, okay. and then the train gets less and less people as he gets to the last oh, station. Yeah, I do remember that. And I, I did think it was probably very awkward for Shinji that the last guy on the train was this dude sprawled out with a newspaper, like practically elbowing him in the face. Like, God damn it, can't you sit on the other freaking side of the train? <laughs> well, he, he had a choice. He could move, too. Yeah, but, that's, but it's Shinji. He doesn't right. do anything. He does not actively... Right. Yeah, like... Well, until he, he is faced with the ultimate choice. To, right. You know, to love himself and restart the yeah. universe. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Ray's bandages. So I, I decided that Ray's bandages meant something different. Okay. And that they reused that when she died and came back to state that you're meeting her again for the first time uh okay because that's what she was yeah just visually that's what she looked like when you first first saw saw her and this is just symbolizing that this is not like this is the first meeting again like she has not yeah met you before that makes sense and then i pulled this to the next step which is the very very last scene of the entire thing Asuka has the same bandages. Oh, she does? She's got a bandaged up arm and an eye patch over That's true, she does. And so I'm like, oh, like this is now Shinji is finally meeting Asuka for the first Before it has just been this clash, this barrier, this refusal to connect. Yeah. Now they're actually connecting. Well, they have the the potential to connect. Yeah, they have this. So it's like you, you are now actually trying, they're now actually really meeting instead of just kind of clashing and bouncing off of each other well they're still clashing though yeah yeah it's definitely that's why i think this is such a damn depressing ending is like it's ending with like just choking her out and (laughs) right and so and then just being this miserable ball of sadness and she's just like 
you're fucking pathetic, dumbass. <laughs> and it's just like... Yeah. Well, I didn't take it as depressing because I saw her t- saying that he's disgusting as being like she's alive. She has the choice to say that. Mm. You know, like she's she's not nothing. She she is herself. Mm. She may be a new version of herself because she does like reach up and touch his face, which is something that the old Asuka would never do. Right, right. And I don't think that the old Shinji would strangle her because that's not something that this guy who's generally not doing things would have done. And I don't know why he strangles her, and I don't like that he strangles her because I'm just... (laughs) Yeah, it's a a very weird ending. But I feel that there's... reason why he chooses to strangle her i don't know why yeah the only thing i can think is that this is going right back to the whole hedgehog dilemma of hurting when you get close to somebody yeah and of causing pain and receiving pain but then but yeah i don't really like that's another part of the series that i still just don't really yeah well like i like the ending of the show because it feels like he's evolved right the next step from evolution is not you're just great happily ever after right right. it's humanity you still have to struggle life is struggle you know you can have a realization but you still have to do the work for the rest of your life you know like i'm depressed I'm going to be depressed my entire life, but I do work to keep it at bay. And so, like, he has this understanding that he's lovable and that he's worthy and that he needs other people in his life, but it's still a challenge. (laughs) And so his first reaction to seeing another person after the rebirth of the world is to strangle her. Why? I don't know. And maybe if I watch it again, I'll come to something. But it's very unlike him. Yeah, it's it's just it's such a weird scene. And I it's just, very yeah. hard to understand. Yeah, that's and that's kind of like life is hard to understand. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what they're saying there. Yeah. But I I chose I I. I smiled and I was happy for Asuka when she said he was disgusting (laughs) because it meant that she was still, you know, she was alive. She wasn't just like going to take that shit. (laughs) She was going to fight back. Yeah. There's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's definitely a much more, uh, conflicting ending than the way the series ends. I like the way the series ends. I I don't know that I like the way the movie ends, but I don't know. I'll have to watch it again, I think. Yeah, it's a it's definitely a weird one. It's a hard one. Yeah, I I I'm not sure how to process that either. Yeah. And that's with having seen it before and right. swirled this around in my head for the past twenty years. But the thing I don't think that not understanding is a bad thing. I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. that. Who cares? Whatever. I understood the other previous 15 hours or however <laughs> the fuck long it is. 
you know like is that how that's how it ends okay and maybe that's because i love stephen king and generally people think he has shitty endings <laughs> and so like this i don't think that this is a shitty ending but it's an ending that i don't understand and it rolls off my back because I'm like, well, I don't know. I, I love the guy that everybody hates his endings. <laughs> and I think he has good endings. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm able to just take it in stride. I don't know. But I liked that she said he was disgusting. <laughs> because that's also how the movie opens. So there's oh, yeah, some yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. circular, you know, death and rebirth of that where she she's dead I mean whatever she's just unconscious and then he's masturbating and she wakes up and she's like what the fuck <laughs> and so it's a, it's very much a similar sort of thing like he's he's a conflicted person he, do, he doesn't yeah. know what to do with himself <laughs> right right it's it's all this this self-loathing and yeah causing him to hurt other people and but i like the series where i thought they don't show it. He has the realization and it ends, but I thought the next step is that the world is reborn and we are proceeding forward with, with you know, an understanding that he's now loving himself and knows that he's lovable and, and you know, theoretically this will influence his world. He, ha he knows right. that he has the choice to change. And so the movie ends where it ends but I also like to think that the next step is a good one. <laughs> you know, like they continue on and, uh, you know, in a general positive manner, you know, it's always going to be ups and downs with humans, but yeah. Yeah. There's uh it's better than the world that they came from where everything is just hopeless. The whole, you know, world that they lived in was just like, the fucking wasteland right right <laughs> and now they're in a world that's completely reborn for them to discover and to create and who the fuck knows what's gonna happen yeah it's a, i don't know it's filled with possibility yeah i like it and i like they never made a sequel because i don't think like who wants to see what happens after I think yeah it's just i mean good to not no yeah unless you're just gonna take it as uh that little five minute high school anime thing being the world that he recreates in this new world yeah well i i don't know that i would that's I mean, kind of how i always thought of it as like that's the world that could exist if he chose for this to recreate the world in that way right but he there was a reason why he he didn't like that version of the world i don't remember what it was yeah like that that was an option that 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 was his realization that the world could be anything he wanted it to be. yeah it could even be this if that's what right i want it to be <clears throat> right but there was some problem with that version where he was just like no this is bullshit this isn't authentic i think because there was no conflict everybody was just happy if i remember right maybe i'm wrong i mean there was conflict but it was the kind of goofy comedy conflict that yeah but i mean like fucking like, yeah it was you know, it wasn't like some conflict. meaty shit yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't trauma it was yeah like and that's the thing it was a happy conflict <laughs> yeah but it's not real con like not yeah. deep fucking shit like 
out of trauma can come greatness. You know, like mm. I was born of trauma. I have ascended, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like personally, I would not be the person I was if I didn't have the upbringing that I did. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to like understand that because like I would have, if I had a choice, I would prefer to have a nice upbringing, <laughs> but I wouldn't be me. I'd right, be a right. different me and fuck him. I don't know him. <laughs> I like who I am now. I like how I am and yeah. how I interact with the world and yeah, how maybe, I take things in. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's that being somebody different would mean not being who he is. Yeah. And, it's, and, and so it's very, an accepting of who he is with all of that trauma, with all of that hatred of, yeah. and all of that baggage that he is he combats and that that is who he is and he's not willing to abandon that right well you can't abandon it and that's the yeah. the part about the show ending that i like so much is that he has all of that realization like he gets what he wants he's the only person in the world for a little bit there mm -hmm. and he thinks that's what he wants and he realizes like no it's meaningless if there aren't other people to like be with and then he goes to that high school thing and then that's wrong because of I think because there's not like real authentic emotions yeah, it's happening. Not real people. It's right. It's, it's just the dolls that <laughs> Yeah, and so like it, to learn that he's lovable and that he's worthy of love is that not that he's changed himself or whatever, but that he himself, the person he is there the trauma survivor is worthy of love as he is no matter what happened to him in the past yeah he can love himself he doesn't have to be defined by that shit but it's still there it's still his past mm -hmm. and so to me i mean that's very like that's very very much speaks to me hmm. so it was it that's why the ending of the sh of the movie kind of really like threw me for a loop in that I'm trying to understand it through that same lens because I don't feel that they're I don't feel that they're two different endings I feel that they're two endings achieving the same thing yeah through different methods and yeah I don't so, think I would call them uh different endings per se I mean they're it's not they're like, like an alternate ending or something they're like alternate in that they're from alternate points of view. Right. One is from within Shinji's perspective, yeah. and the other is a more uh, outward. More outside. And then it goes into Shinji's head towards the end there, but I don't know. I'll have to watch it again and like try to process what's happening Yeah, I, I would like to, to think that last episode occurs during the movie while he is in right. that cockpit and, yes. and he fuses with Ray and it's all everybody turns to liquid and that is his perception as he is that's, in there yeah that's what I thought like I think of them as happening at the same time and then when we get to that point in the movie like those episodes are also occurring and so maybe they don't hit those same points because they already hit them Right. And it's meant to be a complimentary thing to those episodes and not a replacement, as they have been called by people on the internet. That, yeah, I, yeah no, they're, de they're definitely not a replacement. But yeah, I definitely don't think that they're a re replacement. 
yeah, I, I get the feeling that this was kind of where he intended things to go. Yeah. And it's just the limitations of the series meant that he couldn't put it all in. Right. And that after the series, he could put it in in this movie. Yeah. So he did. And that's just the stuff that he couldn't put in in addition to what was already there, not right because that stuff was wrong. It's or like the movie places those two episodes into the context of everything else that was going on. And so he chose in the series, or they chose, to use those two episodes to just go to that end point. Right. Like, he's in his head because they had to hit that. That's the whole point of the thing. It's Neon Genesis. We gotta restart the shit. (laughs) Right, And so, like, in two episodes, what do we do, you know? And so then when they had the movie, they're like, okay, here's all the shit that happened that doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, it's not, you know, it's cool <clears throat> and it's part of it all. Yeah. But, like, we couldn't do it all. So here's the the version with the context. I think they play into the replacement theory also, though, because they the movie itself has, ep- like, 25 and 26 yeah there is on kind the of two that parts. yeah it's like tw- <laughs> but it's and it has two different names just like the shows in the yeah 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 in the, the series but they're also it's 25 with like a, a apostrophe after it yeah like it's not just 25 it's 25 dash like yes it's, it's a it's maybe what's happening in like yeah it's it's weird it's a i feel like naming having them with the same numbers though leads you to think that they might be replacements yeah. i would have liked them to do like 24.5 or something where yeah. so you know like or just have it be episode 27 and 28 or something yeah but but <clears throat> i think i think it's better to do it how it is so it lets the viewer piece it together mm, in a timeline yeah i feel like the viewer of a thing should be involved <laughs> like it shouldn't just be a passive thing and that's why i don't like mainstream movies because it is just passive shallow right. entertainment but and so if they did do the episode numbering where it places it chronologically i think that would be too much hand-holding and so by numbering them the same it's like creating a question for the people, the viewers, to talk mm-hmm. about. And one of the things about, you know, good shit is that you can talk about it for a long time and like, well, what about this and that? I mean, clearly this is a, a, a great thing, this Neon Genesis Evangelion, <laughs> because we've been talking about it for a long fucking time. Yeah. And there's probably lots of other things we could talk about. I'm sure there's... And that's why it's great, because, like, uh, if it was just entertainment, whatever, I I don't know, what are we going to talk about? Like, yeah, it was cool. (laughs) I don't know. That's why, (laughs) like, sometimes we don't have a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah. Because there's not layers to it, and it's not, like, really well done, and... No, no, no offense to those movies like mm-hmm. Robot Holocaust, <laughs> but it's just a different brand. Yeah, it's just of, of there's a difference between thing fun and something thoughtful. And, yeah, and, and so to me, the 
the best shit is always a marriage of the two, mm. you know, the union yeah, <laughs> to yeah, go yeah. on with the, the yeah, Eva stuff where like I always liked Jimi Hendrix uh, musically because he combines technicality with emotion. And I always saw those two generally in guitarists, you see one or the other. You don't see a lot mm. of of the marriage of the two. And so Hendrix was always like a god to me because he combined the two. Mm. And pretty much everybody else that I really love also combines the two. <laughs> but it's only as an adult that I kind of understand that. I didn't really yeah. get it when I was younger, but I, you know, I just... I just gravitated to things that I gravitated towards, but now I understand it as like, oh, well, I'm reacting to the authenticity and the emotion and the open AT field, if you will, <laughs> you know, to, to make it a Eva thing. Yeah. Because I always see technicality, whether it's movies or music or whatever, like real technical shit is always cold and closed off. Like uh, I don't know. In com- I I love stand up comedy. Like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. I see his comedy and it's just blah mainstream. There's nothing about him. Like I don't know who he is. Yeah, he's very closed off. That at field is fucking strong. <laughs> but somebody like Mark Maron, I love. He's very open and he's very sharing and like. I connect to that because he's very authentic and I know exactly who he is. And so he allows me to go in, you know, he's, mm. he's got the open AT field. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know, like this, this thing, I watch it. It makes sense. I love it. I was very surprised by how much I liked it too. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised too. I wasn't uh, sure you would like it at all. No, it's fucking awesome, man. It's like the best shit. Sometimes I show you these things and I'm like, oh, this is really awesome. And you're like, yeah, it was okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's kind of... And maybe I need to watch them again. I don't know. But this one really spoke to me. Yeah, I guess so. so <laughs> glad we checked it out then. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm fucking on board with anything uh, he ever did. I know. Hideaki, Yano, yeah, well, we'll, Gainax, uh, whatever. We'll have to uh, check out some other stuff then. Yeah, I I got a hold of his first his first thing, Gunbuster. Gunbuster. Mm. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen that. I've de- I've definitely heard of that one. I don't remember if I ever watched it though. Well, it's I don't have any strong memory memories yeah. of it. Well, I'm I'm gonna watch it, so <laughs> we should probably watch it at the same time. Yeah. Um, I suspect he must have been in uh, Royal Space Force. Yeah, he didn't direct the, that, but um, that I'm was sure he was that involved. was like the first Gainax movie. So yeah, yeah, I'm interested in seeing that as well. Of course, and that that one's definitely a deep one. Yeah, so I don't oh, know if it's uh, as deep as Evangelion, but perhaps. But it everything doesn't have to be <laughs> this. I mean, because if everything was this. It would Every, be boring, yeah. right? Like if if all souls were one, there there wouldn't who, be any. And what's the fucking point? Yeah. yeah, we all, you know, like they they ask the questions in the thing. He's like, well, why do I have hands? Why do I have these things? Why, why, 
do I have these things if I'm not um, supposed to use them and be a person? And yeah. I don't know how to say it, but it's uh, individuality is part of the whole thing. Yep. You can't just fill the hole with other people's. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain. Yeah. But I was going to say, he directed the newest Japanese Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. I haven't seen it, but from, from what I understand, he kind of. It's Shin Godzilla's new Godzilla. So it's. Right. It's. It's. Supposedly, it's kind of like placing themes similar to Eva into the Godzilla world mm. and sort of making a, a deeper sort of uh, interesting Godzilla, yeah, uh, which is like, ooh, I want to see that. Of, that's actually kind of funny because um, apparently at some theme park or another in Japan, yeah. they had a ride. It was kind of like Star Wars the ride, but it was... Godzilla versus Evangelion. Oh, really? <laughs> With wow. the ride. Oh, and so I cool. guess it was like the Star Wars ride at Disneyland, but it oh, was wow. Godzilla and Eva's throwing down. And <laughs> <laughs> and it was specifically Shin Godzilla. Oh, So okay. it would have been his oh, his cool. version of Godzilla with yeah. the, his Eva stuff. And uh, that's cool. I kind of... I ran into that. I'm like, wait, there was a ride? What the hell is this? I wanna, <laughs> like, I wanna, what? what? With God's... What? <laughs> I want to ride it. I love fucking theme park rides. Oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. So, yeah, <clears throat> a fucking Eva ride with Godzilla? <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Let's go. Yeah, but apparently there's a whole freaking story going on. Oh, it, man. But, yeah. I want to... And he's, he's making a Shin Ultraman. Oh, so as soon as this Eva movie is out, that's his next thing. So I am on board. I I'm just I I'm in love with him. He's my guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> my new guy. I'm excited. All right. I'm glad you got a guy in anime. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna. Oh, that was another thing. Um, I felt like Shinkai is very uh, influenced by. Not necessarily Evangelion, but just the the idea of yeah, there's depression there's, as a there's theme a lot and, of that in his movies, and like also how he started, where he was amateur dude just doing a thing, and like yeah, yeah. Gynax started doing those Daikon right, opening animations, right. which I watched this morning. Oh, did you like that? Super fun, yeah. Did, did you love the Playboy Bunny lightsaber dueling Darth <laughs> yes, Vader? So. <laughs> It's all great. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. I, I love thought, that. I thought they were great. Yeah, they're they're fun as hell. And especially, I really liked the first one because the first one was when it was. I read about it. It was like just three guys, like the three yeah, basic yeah, just, founders of Gynax, and they did all that. And it's really well done. Yeah, it's it's a really amazing what they did. And like yeah. that was just back when they were like in college. Yeah, they were they're just, just like, like amateurs. It. Yeah, it was just like damn, you guys did some good shit. Yeah. And then that second one, I th I said I saw that they had like twelve people, so they had expanded a little bit, but yeah. they weren't a full studio. And then, you know, a few years later, they had the studio, but just it reminded me of Shinkai, where he's just a dude at home making an anime right, right. on his own, and yeah, he just sitting then there. he sort of spiraled into his own studio now. Yeah, yeah. 
So I had to imagine, like, well, he must be influenced by these guys, especially with the depression element that yeah, runs I, I think, heavy through his movies. Yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> you could find a single guy in the anime field who's not influenced by Eva at this point. Yeah, It'd I be like so. trying to find a movie maker today who wasn't in some way influenced by Star Wars. It's yeah. like, it, it's that, it was that big of an impact. On yeah, that. I guess so. I mean, I, I understand it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, a, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a crazy one. It's I think this is probably where we really started to get a lot more of the psychological anime that started, yeah, delving this was into popular. it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff before this, but I don't think there's anything as deep down the rabbit hole as this one until yeah. here. And then later on, you get things that do that. Hmm. Um, it's like Serial Experiments Lane you might like because it's very much <laughs> in the vein of that last yeah, yeah, uh, few episodes in the the movies of, of that well <clears throat> is see that's the thing though i love how this show escalates it's a slow build towards that it's yeah. not just non-stop like what the fuck is this yeah and that's yeah. kind of what i thought it was going to be because when i you know, you hear about it, and it's like, what the fuck is Eva? It's yeah, craziness. Honestly, I think it is so what the fuck because it slow builds to it. Yeah. Like, if it was just what the fuck right from the get-go, everyone would just know it's what the fuck, and it would just yeah. roll off the bat. <laughs> you would just so, be like, whatever. Yeah. But because this was done through this veneer of a very normal show, of right. we have giant monsters, and we're going to throw yeah. a giant robot at it, just, like, it felt so normal... Yeah. until it didn't and then you were like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah and i think that's why there is such a a controversy towards its ending in, in a way that i don't think there is for lane like, that makes sense lane is if, something that yeah. you're either into or you're not right but there were people who were really into eva who just wanted to have a climactic battle finish and we're like what is this weird psychological bullshit but were they really into eva <laughs> if they didn't get that i don't know mm -hmm. because that that that's like the whole thing about the show though i don't know i feel like if you're not on board with that shit that starts right at the beginning i mean you can be not on board with it and just focus on the, the the robot shit but like it's it yeah i mean i understand it but that's just not <laughs> not you it's just not <laughs> yeah. the way that that show is designed yeah it's it's, it's choosing to see what you want to see right and, and that, then when it doesn't deliver that you're mad and yeah. like i understand that because i've been that person Right, and I think that's what a lot of people were watching. Yeah, it. so and, I, I mean, I, it and makes there were sense. certainly other people who were not because this is a very beloved series and yeah. very popular. So it's right. definitely people got it, but there was also a very large number of people who just you just didn't. don't get it. Yeah. yeah, and that's you know, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But they should get it. <laughs> it's awesome. It's fucking. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. I want to like hug it. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> well, you you like it now? 
yeah i like it but i mean i've always kind of liked it and kind of not like it's always been like this but now you're not conflicted. yeah now i'm not conflicted on it so much I, there's still things i don't get about it but that's okay yeah it's, it's whatever that's fine like that's, there's things about life that no yeah. one will ever understand you yeah know? i i i'm more accepting of it now that, yeah that the, the years have given me acceptance of its mysteries and and that's good yeah. because your AT field <laughs> is not so hardened. <laughs> you know, you're you're more open to it. All these these young kids watching it, and they're like, "What the fuck?" They just have these hard AT fields <laughs> where the, the messages aren't getting through, and they're just like, "Fuck this, rejected." Right. <laughs> if they were open, like, no, what is this show trying to tell me? I don't know. Yeah. But that's not something that you can just tell a young person. It's something right. that it's, you really have to come into. Yeah, you, you have to live and experience yeah. it and come to it yourself. Right. There's there's no way you can just tell somebody. And Yeah, so I wonder if, like... Maybe that was the, the point, was to have people go through this series and build that understanding. Yeah, I... I would not be surprised if that was kind of the point. Yeah, I, I kind of think that is the point because the last episode ends with this thing of like, congratulations yes. to all the children. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's saying is like, this is the realization you should all be having. Yeah. And that's what like the congratulations, Shinji. It's right. like, this is for all of you. This is, yeah. uh, this is a realization that you should all be getting right. and should all be happy to achieve and... Yeah, you should love. So I do definitely get this feeling that it was just this message that people were supposed to be picking up for sure. Because like he's the kid is depressed, but the arc is that he he you know realizes that he doesn't have to be, and there there can be a next step. Not that he's just depression mystically goes away, but but and I imagine that the Hideaki Anno. He's, he probably went through a period of depression and had a similar realization or something mm. and then made the show. Like, I don't think he was just depressed. And then maybe through the course of making the show yeah, the, came I, to the realization. I, I don't did, know. I did hear that the pressures of making the show were what led him to this depression. That kind of, like, it was actually, but that may have been from his previous work on yeah. other things building up to that all along because i feel like like i don't think this was like altered partway through no to, i feel it, like it doesn't he knows feel, where it's going the whole yeah, time maybe not precisely but he's he's got the themes already in hand that he wants to play with right. even if he doesn't know exactly how they're going to pan out he knows he's dealing with depression and loneliness yeah. and a failure to connect to people Right, and I think that the natural conclusion of that is to, you know, you don't want to just leave that character like, fuck it, I don't want to connect to people. Like, the natural progression is that he has a realization. Right, so I have he to imagine, to realize something. Right, well, I have to imagine that he had the idea, like, well, he's going to come to some realization, maybe not the specific realization that he has, but he has to grow in some way. Right, but 
Because I know he did that Nadia series before that, and this was that was like a lot of episodes, and so that probably yeah, like yeah. ground him down. Yeah, like, so maybe it was that series that kind of drove like, him into that. Because that series is not nearly as depression focused. Or yeah, lonely. it does not feel at all like Eva in that Eva feels lonely and yeah. isolated. And well, he was he was not like the 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 genesis of that show i i was reading about it and it was like this old hayao miyazaki idea oh that's interesting that the company who produced that show like they had bought it from him at some point in a long time ago like the 70s or the early 80s or something before before castle in the sky because he supposedly incorporated some of the ideas in castle in the sky and one of the other movies that I can't remember offhand. Anyway, this company still had the rights to this particular story, and so they wanted it to be made, and then somehow or another, Gainax got involved, and then Hideaki Anno was, like, the guy overseeing the whole thing. And hmm. So maybe he put his own spin on certain things, but it wasn't, like, his idea, and he was... You know, like having to push out like episode after episode. I mean, I could imagine being like ground down into yeah. <laughs> depression after that. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting because I have heard that Princess Mononoke is kind of an answer to Eva. Oh, uh, okay. And that Eva's themes of destroying all life to yeah. create a new world, and Hayao Miyazaki wanted the ans- his answer to that to be different. That it wasn't going to be this eradication of yeah. life to start over Ooh, that's another good one Mononoke motherfucker yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking movie Oof. I gotta watch that again yeah so that one I have heard that that was thematically an answer to okay. Evangelion whereas Raw Zephon is literal answer to the events and so I think that's that separate layering of the yeah the, where Miyazaki is tackling the themes because that's what Miyazaki right. does whereas the Raw Zephon people were the people who were like what is this story? This story doesn't work as yeah, a story. Yeah. And they were trying to make sense of it within the context of uh, the typical yeah. uh, story structure that what, that Eva was basically yeah. Yeah, just deliberately destroying. Right. <laughs> like it takes all these concepts of old Mecca stuff and is just like no this is dumb we're going to just tear apart the logic behind this right well at some level i mean obviously he's influenced by 2001 but like just at a general story structure it takes a lot of sci-fi things and puts them into a movie and then breaks it all apart by having yeah, yeah. one guy go out and and uh, basically be reborn as another creature you know, sort of yeah, yeah. to come There's back a... to the earth to possibly, you know, help other people ascend to Star Child, you know. So who knows? I mean, I, I feel like Shinji kind of goes yeah. through a similar thing or rebirth sort of thing where he dies and rebirth. Yeah. I don't know. It's I feel like it's it's yeah, somewhat related. Is a, this is, a, I think, the first thing that a 
you've watched that has the Star Child logo of that company. In the it does movie. have that Star Child logo. That's right. And I was like, oh, it's the Star Child logo. Yeah. Like, I, I think I've mentioned that to you before, but yes. there's some production company that does anime stuff on right. some Star Child. Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, so I don't know. I there just... was also the Sega logo showed up in the movies, yes, and I'm not yes. sure why, but I was like, hey, Sega, what are you doing here? Well, there's a couple of instances of Sega Saturns in the, the show that is true. or the movie. That is true. Yeah. They, they, they did, Asuka was playing a Saturn at yeah, some point. Yeah, so they probably had some kind co-funded of... Co-funded yeah. something. Or... I know Sega has done some anime stuff before. Yeah. Like, um, Sakura Wars, which was a Saturn RPG. Yeah, they made a game though. There was an anime that, yeah. and I, I, the anime I watched and thought was kind of shit, but <laughs> it did have the Sega logo in the front. Well, <laughs> so they were involved in the anime production as well as the game, apparently. Sega logo just ups it a star right there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's good stuff. Fuck I, yeah! I think I've. Uh, I can put Eva to bed as a. It's it's no longer this unsolved it's not, nagging it's not in, in the my neutral head. Yeah. pile. It's in the good it's, pile it's, now. I don't think it was ever anywhere near the neutral pile. Oh, I don't okay. know what the hell pile it was in. It was yeah. in the what do I do with you pile. It was. <laughs> it was I like it, but I don't like it. What do I do with this? How do I even classify it? How do I even yeah. think about it? It's art. It's yeah. in the art pile. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's in the art pile. That's a that's a yeah. But no, now I can I can safely say it is just a good series. It should be watched if you have not it watched really it. It really should be. You, you yeah. should watch it. Um like any good art, there's a high chance you're just not going to uh, connect with it. Well, a lot of people have not connected with it and just take it the wrong way, but yeah, you I need do... to be open to what it is doing, yeah. like most art things. If you're just not going to look at it in the way that it is trying to right, be, yeah. you're going to completely miss it. And yeah, you got to be open minded. A healthy understanding of depression probably will help, <laughs> but if you're open minded, you may not need that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's fucking awesome. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Very good stuff. And it, it it is available on Netflix now, so Yeah. All of the, the whole show and the two movies are all on Netflix, so Yeah. It's a... Yeah. It doesn't have Fly Me to the Moon at the end and there's apparently it's been a, a new translation but that has some controversy. <laughs> As it always does as you would the, expect yeah but i would think <clears throat> that if you've had never seen it it's probably just fine <laughs> yeah yeah I, <laughs> as much as that is kind of like sad that it doesn't have flying into the moon or whatever like i don't think it's going to completely make or break your experience with no the the series no the the one thing that that I heard about the translation was that they changed the line when Kawaru says I love you to Shinji which I think is kind of a big deal yeah that is pretty they, big deal they change it to I like you you're worthy of my grace or something like that hmm. which if I didn't know that it was changed I might think it was fine but I feel like 
having a character say I love you to Shinji is kind of a like yeah a big part of it. Now, now one thing I will say to that is I don't know what specific Japanese word they used, but I'm going to guess he learned used the word suki. Yeah, which is something in between like and love. Okay. It can mean either. It can mean both. It can yeah. mean something in between the two. It, it's not easily translatable. Okay. So I can see in that instance that if they use that word, which I kind of suspect they did, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd have to go back and actually listen to that line again. If he used the word I, that is just straight up love. Okay. And that sh- then that is just a complete fuck up translation. What the hell are you doing? You need to be slapped. Yeah. But if it is Suki, then... I can see why you might translate it as like instead okay. of love. Now, I do completely agree with you that someone saying I love you to Shinji is a big it's, deal for his character yeah. and is very important and is more the intent of the words. I feel that. Yeah. But I can see why somebody would take Suki and translate it as like. Yeah. That That is very frequently translated as like. It's a... Okay. So I could see that from a logistics perspective. Yeah, okay, that is a correct translation of the sentence, but in the themes and the story and the setting and the build-up, it should definitely be love. Yes. Now, further complicating this <laughs> is that the person who did the translation works directly for Hideaki Anno mm. at Studio Kara, I believe it's called. <laughs> the studio doing the rebuild movies, and he's the guy that does all of their subtitle translations and he's the guy who did the the new translation hmm. so I feel like anything that he does is probably signed off on as the, yeah. a good hmm. translation but yeah who that's knows a bit, uh, that's a bit up in the air yeah but I don't know I mean I feel like it should be love but if I watch that not knowing that he did say love, I might get the same emotional feeling from it. Right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it just seems... It does seem weird as if it is some deliberate attempt to avoid gayness. and Yeah, like, but I... oh, we can't have him be gay. But I don't even think that it's so much a gay thing. I mean, I... I I see why they would like it, change it, the translation. It just it looks like that. Yeah. And that that just looks bad just in that aspect alone that it looks yeah. like it's it's kind of trying to avoid any homosexuality. Right. And that's <laughs> not good. So like whether it is or not, it just looks like it is. Right. It's kind of just that's, on its own yeah. it's kind of a bad deal. It's a little bad. But overall, if you have no other way to see it, which is Pretty much, this is the first <laughs> official way to see it in the U.S. for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. I was, I say, watch it. Fuck it. Well, I think we should probably. Yeah, we've. I think we've probably gone call on all it. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Adios. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>
Ask me if I give a shit.